0: Start, oh, start the broadcasting. Always start the broadcasting. Go and do earn. Go and jump. Go do jump. Work. Produce GDP. Pay taxes. Go to bed. Do it all over again. Even though you have the best job in the world. Even though you have the best job in the world. How are you all doing? All none of you that are listening. This is the Clary Podcast. We are going to be doing the Clary Podcast live over the live stream Uh, because the YouTubes allows it until the YouTubes decides not. What the YouTubes giveth, the YouTubes can taketh away, saith the Lord. Turn thy other cheek, non-leftist communist person on the interwebs. Oh, we shall take away your rights to YouTube, which the day is coming. They're going to, the big social medias, the day is coming. They are pissing off so many people but they're just going to go elsewhere. That's what I'm hoping happens with Roosh. Uh, again, don't want to delve into the world of uh, politics and online social media and the monopolies they have became. But what I'm sincerely hoping is that all of us, be it a Roosh or a Beckloff or a Cernovich or a Molyneux or a Roger Curry or an O'Shea Jackson or a me, is that we have enough... Loyal followers of a fan base, kind of like, kind of like a church. I've always likened uh, podcasts and YouTube's to be like a congregation of a church or a synagogue or a mosque, if you happen to be over on that side of the aisle. Uh, and if the pastor left, most of the congregants would go with, or you would, you would hunt us down and find us out. That's the problem, though, is with the monopolistic platform. The pro to it, uh, beyond that, you're their bitch, and you got to do what they tell you. Uh, the, the pro to that is that you find new people. Your net is very wide, but if they, and I'm not sure if I really believe in throttling or if they, um, you know, they don't promote you on other people's channels, which could be happening, which could be happening. Then that brings apart the, uh, the question. Well, if you're going to throttle and you're not going to help us advertise to other people, then we might quite literally as well take our toys and go home. But, um, yeah, so the, the Clary Podcast. Holy shit, 29 people. 29 people already. You guys, you guys go and like the video, even though I've said nothing of value. I've really contributed nothing of value uh, out there. Um, it is the Clary Podcast. I am back from a vacation, an unintended vacation. The last podcast I did, I was walking back from the emergency crisis center at Las Vegas, and all is well in the Vegas. All is well in the Southern Command now because I went there. You need to send a man to get shit done. I don't mean a a guy with a penis. Uh, You have to send a person to the front lines to make sure shit gets done. And I am that man, and I went to the front lines And we defeated the floodings of the waters. We defeated the scorpions. Scorpions tried to come back. Oh, those scorpions tried to come back, man. They say, hey, when Clary's away, the scorpions will play. Actually, they didn't. I came back and there was none. So I was kind of proud. Like a month, there was no scorpions. I'm like, dang, I did it. I did well. And I don't know if I told this on the previous podcast, but I'm going to tell it again because it's kind of funny. So I, I laid down another barrier. You're supposed, to, you're supposed to spray for scorpions once a month, and you lay down the boric acid. So I did that again. And even though upon returning to the Las Vegas Southern Command compound, uh, and there was no scorpions, then that very next day, then I see scorpions. And I'm like, I'm wondering. So I called up a Terminator. Exterminator. Sorry, Exterminator. Not the Terminator. Not Arnold. And I, I want to know, okay, have I done everything I needed to do? Like, are there good like like uh, ants or bugs or spiders? They're in everybody's house. They're all over. Is is it just that they're there? They've always been there, and there's no way I'm gonna get rid of them permanently. So I called an exterminator, and I talked to this nice young lady. Oh, I don't know maybe she was maybe she was old as hell. I don't know. She sounded young. And I said, uh, "Hey, I I got a question. I've done this. I've done that. I've done the psychic, which is a spray. I've done." The boric acid, I've caulked, um, I've caulked inside and outside, I've used cedar oil, and I go out and there wasn't any, but then I lay down another barrage of chemical weaponry, and then I see them again. I say, is that because I'm disturbing their habitat? And then they move, and then the second question is, am I ever going to get rid of them completely or is it just like spiders and bugs, they're always there? And she says, yes, they're always there. Even at the great Matt Baldoni's house, they're everywhere. It's just you guys don't see them. You guys are not proactive on the battle against the scorpions. They're like illegal immigrants. You just let them perk in your backyard. <laughs> you kind of ignore, yeah, they're there. They're there. And she says, uh, yeah, they're always there. You're never going to get rid of them. It's their habitat. Just like you know, spiders or bugs. You know, Be vigilant. Even when you're not vigilant, it's, it's rare you get stung uh but what you're doing going out at night killing them all which gives me something to do you know i'm bored at night there's no nobody's there i'm all alone at the southern compound show ronry show ronry yeah i get to look forward to killing the scorpions and if as long as you do that you've you've done as much as you possibly can but no and, and yes when you lay down new chemicals They've moved to adjust to the earlier chemicals and now you've you've disturbed them again and they're gonna migrate a little bit sometimes up on the house, maybe even into the house so you gotta be really careful how you spray and then I said, oh okay so' I'm she's like yeah she says you aren't looking for a job by chance, are you <laughs> I say no not not particularly but uh you know thank you and she was she was half joking she was kind of you know there was an element of of serious tone in her voice. And I could become a professional scorpion exterminator. I, uh, I've learned all. I'm an expert on scorpions now. I know all there is to know about scorpions, especially the Arizona bark scorpion, which is the worst scorpion to have out there. <clears throat> so that's then I, I've after I did that and finished that, that was three days solid work. And I was down to the wire, man. Guys, I was down to the wire because we had a, a plumbing issue too. And this is like the third plumbing issue. And so I had the plumber there. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Look, what else can we foresee? What else is, what What am I missing? You know, because I could just shut off the main water valve, but then uh, the pool doesn't cycle, which is bad for the pool and it evaporates and bad things happen. So that's got to be run. I say, what can I do you now? Let's think about before there's any more bursts or leaks or farts, whatever this plumbing system does. So we went through the whole thing. He says, "Okay, it looks pretty good now." About the only thing he says that could go at any time was the connectors, these tubes, the, not wires, but the hoses, uh, to the laundry washer. And you guys know that thing; it's got the hot and cold valves and all that, and it <clears throat> hooks up to the laundry washer. And this is the last day that I'm I'm down in, ve- and I had to get back because I had to go to the, uh, South Dakota the very next day. Um, and and I had been going. Balls to the walls. I'm tired. I'm frustrated. I'm pissed off. I'm high stressed. And I'm like, okay, so this could go any day. Can't shut off the water main though because of the fucking pool. Damn it. I'm like, I got to fix this now. So I go out to a plumbing store. You know, a I think it was called Ferguson Plumbing. You know, like this store is all about plumbing. What's it about? They're about plumbing, thus Ferguson Plumbing, probably owned by a guy named Ferguson, might be dead, but whatever, they carried on the name. So I'm going to a plumbing store. Like, how do I go to an ice cream store? Guess what I expect to find there? Ice cream. Go to a puppy mill? Dead or half-dead puppies. There's kind of an indication in the name of the title of the company you're going to, what what its specialty is. So I'm driving across, and Vegas traffic is bad um, at rush hour, uh, we'll just leave it at that. And so I go in, and I and I, uh fort I took apart, you know, shut off the water main. I took off these old things. I got steel braided hoses. I got that, <clears throat> and then I went back, and then I'm taking off the valves, and I stripped one of the valves. I'm like, fuck. Just and you know this happens. And for any of you who are real men and actually do your own repairs, your own home repairs, your own car repairs, your own computer, you know, there's like this. 30% chance you're gonna fuck it up and make it worse. Well, old Capmeister did that. The old Cappy, he did that. So I'm over there. I'm like, I'm like, Bleh. I'm like, oh, that's not a good, that's not good. And I look, sure enough, I stress. And so I gotta go back to the plumbing store. Ferguson plumbing. I have both valves, the busted up hot one and the still functional cold one. Say I need a valve, preferably two because this one's old. And they look at that. oh, we don't have those valves. We I'm like, what do you mean you don't have these valves? You are a plumbing store. Why don't you have standard valves? You know, a lot of people have been coming in asking for those. And I <coughs> looked at the guy and said, you think there's a lot of people? Yeah, but we don't have them. I'm like, maybe, maybe. I didn't say this because it's not my business. It's like, maybe, maybe you should order more? Well, we got these other valves, but it won't fit. Yeah, I kind of need the ones that fit. Kind of important right now. Sun setting. Soon it's going to be 6 p.m., 7 p.m. Two other uh, plumbing stores that are already closed. They say, oh, go to the other plumbing store. Clear across the town. So there I am driving. Pissed off traffic. It's coming down to the wire. This is the problem. This is the problem. I'm going to warn you people out there. When you are on that right side of the bell distribution curve and you try to operate at speed X, this gets into the flash paradox, the flash Beck Love was talking about this, how the flash, one of the most painful things the flash has to deal with is how everybody's so slow. See, everybody thinks the flash, he's too fast. What if it's the other way around? What if you guys are all too slow? Many of you, which probably experienced this on the interstate, why is everybody so slow? You're the one who's right. Everybody else is wrong. And you're right. So if you try to accomplish a lot of things, you actually try to make the most of your 24 hours in a day. Don't expect the rest of society to be operating at that level. Expect them to be in Tardsville. Okay. That's, that's Tardsville. Big population 7.3 billion non Tardsville. eh? The half a million of us or so they have our shit together. So they're going to shut down because why would you have a plumbing emergency at 8 PM? Why would you stay open? So I go to two other plumbing stores, you know, a lot of people have been asking about those valves. We don't have any. I I don't know why people are asking for them so much. I think maybe because they're breaking, and it's time for them to be repaired, and be replaced. So I, uh, the plumbing stores don't have the valve that I need. My last so now my, my last shot is this. I got one good working valve. I'm gonna put that on the cold valve, and I'm gonna cap. See, I'm smart enough. I'm gonna cap the hot valve. See that way, I could turn on the water because the valves busted. It needs to be capped off. So I go, and I, uh, I say, hey, do you have a cap for this? Then he says, oh yeah. I say, no, 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 not, not a threat. I need a cap, something that would stop. Oh, okay, you know, these are professional plumber types. He gives me that. I'm like, okay, at least, least you know, the guy would be able to do cold laundry. At least he'll be able to do cold laundry. At least be doing some laundry. So I got like, the crisis more or less fixed. I say, you know what? I got one less shot. Let's go to the homie depot. I go to the homie depot. And there's Fred. Fred is an old man. Fred is a got shy of 60. Shy of six. Like that wise older man, you know, like a very much a dad. He was very much, ah, there's dad. And he's very wise. He knows how to fix things. Almost Mike Rowish A little bit of Mike They're Like, this guy knows his, this guy knows his stuff. So I show him the valve. I say, you don't happen to valves like this. He says, yeah, you know, a lot. I say a lot of people are coming in looking for this valve, right? You're like, yeah, they are. I'm like, yeah, I've, I've heard. I say, uh, do you happen to have a valve like this? He's like, no, we don't. I'm like, shit. All right. So it's going to be cold laundry. At least the place isn't flooding. At least we can keep the water on. He says, but I can make you one. I look at him like, you can make a valve like this. And it's one piece. It's a one piece valve. I'm like, what, you got a a smelting plant you have you have like a a mold you could pour molten steel into and make it he's like yeah i gotta like come on over here and you know what it was all fred did this is this is this is why i envy guys who are tradesmen and carpenters and plumbers because to us untrained non tradesmen type dipshits who go on youtube and we're proud if we can you know replace brake pads or if we can, you know, we can wire a light correctly and not set the house on fire. You know, we're we're giving ourselves pats on the backs and gold stars up on our mom's refrigerator. These guys, they just they just see it. They just see it. They're like, oh yeah, it is. So he goes to the other plumbing aisle and he grabs uh what is basically an exterior um uh, spigot to to an external hose. You know, like you you got the the You hook your hose up to this thing that goes outdoors. It's on the side of the house. Then he takes another uh, of the same thread, threads it in, just a dual thread thing. He says, there you go. This should thread right in. You turn that on and off for the hot I looked, and I'm like, it's like $3. (laughs) Fuck! Why did I see Fred first? Why did I just have faith in the homie depot? I told you guys this a couple of episodes before, a couple of podcasts before. You don't go to True Value. You don't go to Hardware Hank. You don't go to Ace. Those places are, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. They're like Target. Target got rid of everything. Now it's just a place that chicks go to shop. And now I hate to say it, True Value Hardware, Ace Hardware, and Hardware Hank. It's just kind of like, do you need a rake? Oh, yeah, I think we have some of those. Oh, but you need like a you need a ripcord for a small no, we don't do small inches anymore. Oh no, we don't we don't do plumbing anymore. No, we don't do we have paint and gardening supplies. Do you need that? It's like, no, I don't need that. I need plumbing. You just go to the homie depot. You just go to the Lowe's. You just go to the Menards. And so <clears throat> and the problem was Homie Depot was way closer than any of these plumbing quote stores I went to. You just go there. You just go there. Frank did that. I was very careful to leave enough thread and tightened it down with the clamp thing. Me and my awesome carpentry knowledge of vocabulary. There's like the, it's like a wrench, but it clamps down, but it's going to ruin the, so be, I had to make sure I didn't left enough thread. Tighten that fucker down, put on some plumber's tape, knew enough to do that. And it's all well. It's all well. Everything is well now until the next thing comes in and fucks me up the ass. That's life. Let me explain life to you, young boys and girls out there, and you old people who still believe in dreams and hope in a future. If you anticipate life trying to fuck you in the ass, you're going to come out ahead. And the reason why is that is more common than good things randomly happening to you for no fucking apparent reason at all. Mana does not fall from the sky. And if, especially if you're poor, especially if you're, you're on the ropes, especially behind the eight ball, which many of you are born into, a... An insurance investment approach, not like a hope in the future, invest in stocks and bonds and, and housing and it'll just go up and on into the future. But an insurance, like, yeah, I should probably, your money is better invested in taking your old piece of shit car and going to the mechanic and having them do the, a good throw once over and spending $2,000 on fixing everything there. Because that's going to save you more than $2,000 down the road. It, it pays to have the plumber come in and do a preventative maintenance check. It pays because you you are going to save yourself crises and problems in the future. Now, when you have everything paid off and you got a modicum of money and okay, maybe then you can invest in hope in some kind of stock or bond or a house or rental property. But while you are poor, while you have crappy cars, while you have crappy things, it's, I could almost guarantee you it's a better investment to like, well maybe maybe I should uh, I should get you know flood insurance. Maybe I should spring a couple little extra bucks to make sure that my house is covered under these other circumstances. Maybe if the proper, if the temperatures drop below you know 20 below zero and, and my pipes burst, maybe I' better call up my insurance company and make sure that if the basement gets flooded because of that, I'm covered, and it's worth the extra five dollars a month to pay. Here's a high rate of return. Maybe I should wear a condom just with spermicide inside. Just a little advice from the old captain. So then I I hike in the morning, did my podcast, hike to the bus, take the bus, get to Air, fly back. And what I'm trying to do is that you guys all correctly, correctly bust my balls for being in Minnesota. And the old captain is here to tell you that I will be selling my house. I'm in no rush to sell my house because that's the benefit of having it paid off, having rental property. It generates income, so I don't have to to be a beggar. I can be a chooser. But I'm going to inevitably be putting my house up for sale. And now i got to figure out what to do with the proceeds. So the strategic planning, I'm like, okay, we will buy a small condo as close as possible to the GF's work, as close as possible. Because you guys know how much I hate commuting, and I'm not the one commuting. This is the GF, and so we're in the market for condo shopping. Now I've been doing this for three months. Put in two offers on two condos, cheap, affordable. Um, yeah, and because it's a it's a condo, they're not that they're not that expensive. And heck, I even I did some quick back of napkin math, and I think the gas savings alone would have covered a good sixty percent of the mortgage. Um. And put offers like, oh, I'm going to simplify the life really simple." And I'm not getting sick of the WBL. I'm so sick. I mean, I know it's a great town. There's lots of bars and restaurants up here. But it's just after a while, you're just like, okay. I don't think a man can stay in a place more than a decade. You just get restless. Unless you got kids or something like that. So I'm going to save a lot of time on the commuting. And uh, both, one, we were too late. So they already signed a purchase agreement with somebody else. And the other one, somebody... They, everybody they had multiple offers at full price and they asked for uh, additional uh, you know okay what's your highest bid and so i I went up another 10 grand because I'm like after a month wasting this is finding a job is part-time don't know if you notice but the posts on the deeper thought pieces have been a little bit sparse. Original Clary videos are practically non-existent because this is the this is the maintenance and the background stuff. This is where the sauce is, being made. You guys just don't see this. Where's well, an original video? It's coming. It's coming right now. I got to deal with other stuff. It's not just hey, Clary's out here whipping his dick around and he's got all the time in the world. There's other stuff to do, especially if you're looking at long-term strategic planning. Uh, so I offered $10,000 more because I'm like, I my time is not worth this. I I want to get preferably moved in before the snow starts falling, which can happen early here in Minnesota. And I said, let's not do $10,000. I say, hey, let's do $10,050 in case that's son of a Because everyone wants to round up. You know, oh, they might offer $10,000. I'm going to offer $10,050. Turns out that guy had a cash offer. Apparently, I did not have a cash offer. Mine was contingent on financing. And so I learned another thing. Oh, you better be a cash buyer and nowadays. So that one got away. And I was pissed. I was really freaking pissed. Didn't matter. See, now I land. Let me explain to you again what the old cat. You guys, you lay on your asses. Lay on your asses. Sit on your asses. Oh, hey, mine Let me show you the hustle. The Glendon Cameron-esque hustle. Look up Glendon Cameron if you haven't. Hustlers Kung Fu. Glendon be proud of me. I should probably send this to Glendon. Say, hey, I'm promoting you, but I I want you to pat me on my head. So you did a good, you did a good, Aaron. You had a lot of hustle, Aaron. And I did. Because after 72 hours of busting my ass at the Southern Command, I fly in. And that very day, GF picks me up. You want to go home? Nope. We're looking at condos. We go look for other condos. We find the perfect condo. Not too, not too far. It's seven minutes away from the GF's place of employment. Nice layout a high vaulted ceiling. Oh shit. This would be the nicest place I've lived in. <laughs> Cause I'm still living in a basement. Essentially. I have a, I have a duplex. I don't have my own house to myself. I rent it out upstairs. And so I'm thinking like, Oh, this is it. This is it. So we put the offer in everything. And the very next day we have to hop on the bike and head out to South Dakota. Cause the GF had taken off uh, vacation time. It's like, okay, we got to make this count. Sure enough, in the morning, starts raining. We didn't beat the rain. Got to wait for the rain to go through before I can head out. Rain is down south, but we could take a straight shot west. If We go on Highway 212. Atham looked this up. You go drop down to Twin Cities, shoot west on 394. You got to – or you could drop – I'm sorry, not 394, 494. <clears throat> Hook up to 212. And 212, if you didn't know, runs all the way out to Yellowstone National Park, but is a, an alternative uh, to get to the Black Hills. We could avoid the rain. We're packing, packing, getting all the gear up, putting up, jamming stuff in, making sure everything fits, making it waterproof, making sure the laptop doesn't get wet, making sure the electronics doesn't get wet, making sure the camcorder doesn't get wet. Hit the boom, out by about 1030. Now the problem is there are deer and critters out in South Dakota. And if you start getting to South Dakota at dusk or night, you might hit one of them. So I can't rest. There's no rest, none. You got to make it all the way out there. And it's nine hours the way we were going, but that's if you go straight through. Motorcycle doesn't have that much range, not to mention I can't be on a bike for three hours straight and bike wouldn't last three hours. So you got to fill up. It's only a four-gallon tank. So every 100, 120 miles, i got to fill up. So that adds at least an hour of time filling up gas and just hauling, hauling, hauling. And normally you take a break. Ask any motorcycle rider. Maybe some of you in the comments section know motorcycle riding. We made it there in under 10 hours. And that's going the nine-hour route without stopping if you were to have a big enough tank to do that. Sides hurting both front and back. Uh, we finally pull in. Sun was setting by the time we got in. It's still a little bit dangerous, but we made it. And then, uh, then I had a nice vacation. And it wasn't even really a vacation. I was going to go out there to look for property, but I was so physically taxed and and beleaguered. I, uh, for the first time in a long time, I just sat and watched TV for about two days. Oh, I go to I go to my my second favorite cigar lounge in Rapid City. Uh, a buddy of mine let us stay for free as long as we watched her dog. It was awesome. got to watch Jarvis the Wonder Dog. You guys probably saw him on the some of the videos. He's a French bulldog. Cool dog. Cool dog. Established a rapport with him. And uh, he was kind of my buddy. We'd go for walks. He'd poop. And, oh, my God, kids and people love him. Oh, my God. If you ever – I know I said it before, but, guys, forget this – Game and dating and all, just go get yourself a cute little dog. Go walk it up and down where all the chicks are. I mean, really, just go to where the where the nightclub, the hangout district, the uptown district is. Bring your dog. Make it a service dog. You know, get the thing, fake it, then you can walk into bars and nightclubs or wherever you want to hit on girls. And and you will have. Oh, he's so cute! What kind of dog is he? I don't know. The kind that makes you want to suck my dick after enough time. (laughs) What's his name? Uh, Yeah, oh shit, what is his? Uh, yeah, Jarvis, Jarvis is his name, yeah. Uh, oh, hi, Jarvis, oh my God. Uh, da, da, da. For some reason, they think you're a great person too. They think that you're as good as the dog you're walking and that is, the, that is probably the most wrong assumption that has ever been assumed in the history of assumptions. <clears throat> so we went there and uh, yeah, just sat on my ass and then I remember that I was gonna go out there for looking for property. And since I was so burned dealing with the crazy condo market of the twin cities, and never I want to move out to South Dakota, I start looking, you know, you go on the Zillow, you go on the the little thing, you start looking around. And uh the the real estate market out there is whacked. Really whacked. You can either buy farmland. I'm I'm simplifying this a lot. There's more nuance to it than this. But you can either buy farmland, of which you have to buy, you know, at 100 acres of whack. Farmer Brown ain't going to carve off one acre for you to set up your little bachelor pad. Uh, and there ain't no utilities ran out there either. You got to run the utilities out there. You could buy into a trailer park or a shitty house that already exists, in which case, yes, the uh, utilities are already there but you're dealing with Jessup the Toothless toothless Wonder and his sister-slash-wife. Take a look at Box Elder. I know I slam on Evansville, Wyoming. Actually, you know what? Hang on. Hang on. Uh, We talked about this before. If you guys hadn't tuned in. Go to... Let me look it up here. Hang on. Strip Club and Box Elder. There's only one strip club in Rapid City. And Box Elder is... A suburb, if we you can even call it that of Rapid City, what it really is is the town that supports the Ellsworth Air Force Base. <laughs> and if you, everybody, do it if you hadn't done it already. Bell Star Gallery. Okay. Oh, you got a gallery. Bell Star Gentleman's Club. Bell Star's bell, like Southern Bell with an E at the end. And Star's got two R's. And if you pull it up on Google, the immediate picture you see is this very overweight, tattooed disgusting looking woman and you're thinking like oh that's who's on your front page that's it so here's the gallery let's look at the gallery okay that that gal is not the stripper yep tattoo god almighty how old is this girl god jesus there's the other one okay all right went for the other one to load And then there's an old man DJ there. This is scary. What's the next one look like? Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. This is horrible. (laughs) Okay, that one's all right. They all have had tattoos. Every single one of them has had tattoos. Multiple tattoos. You got to see the slideshow, the slash gallery. And here's, an, here's the same gal before, multiple tattoos. She looks like she's 13 practically. Uh, I think they have one cute girl and they keep showing her picture. Oh, my God. How bad is it that you got to go and strip at the Bell Star? This gal has tattoos like a cheetah on her back. She is tattooed to look like a cheetah. Oh, okay, okay. I, no, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. Anyway, that's that's the other option of housing. You could you can have a, a very nice trailer next to the Bell Star, and then you can get new housing. Where you buy into the cult, where it's it's an HOA is forced on you. They have a ton of covenants. So it may be a nice neighborhood. It may be a nice lot of land. And you could put up a nice house. But you just can't put up some small, dinky little bachelor pad like I want. They had minimum square foot sizes. You must build a house this big or bigger. And I'm looking at them like almost 17 square feet, 1,700 square feet. I'm like, I don't need 1,700 square feet. And then you start looking at, like, and it has to have this type of ornation. It has to have this type of finishing. It has to have this type of roof. You must have this type of landscaping. It must have a thing around a, an apron. They said it must have an apron around the garage. And you start adding this all up. And then you start finding out why houses cost $700,000 sometimes. Entry level. Entry level into these houses. Average houses, by the way. Right. In South Dakota, new construction, $300,000. Even some of the used stuff, if you ask them look this up, if you get out into the, quote, boondocks, towns like Piedmont, Somerset, you're looking at these houses, and they're going for three hundred, dollars sometimes $400,000, and these houses have been built in the 70s. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? Who, where's the money coming from? There's no California license plates here. I don't see any New York license plates. And person was saying, "Yeah, well, I don't know why housing's been going up so much here. So I don't know if it's foreign money, foreign being out of state, or people are buying up along the corridor that shoots up the Sturgis. You can rent out your properties for a ton of money if you're anywhere near Sturgis. So maybe that's why that corridor in Piedmont and Somerset. I know you guys don't know where these towns are, but you can you could follow along if you'd like." And I was like, dang, I, you know, okay, maybe I'm not going to buy property out here. My goal is to buy a piece of land. And then in time, when I want to retire, I'd build a house on it. But it just wasn't going to ask. So I talked to a realtor. I'm like, look, put me on the list. If a property fitting these prerequisites or requirements come in, and let me know. So I chumma uh, I chumma out to, oh, I met a fan, good old Hadrian, uh, the Black Calamity Jane, as I like to call her. Black woman lives in Wyoming one of the three and she loves her guns and she shoots and she, she's the black calamity change cool yeah so we talked we had we had dinner up in Spearfish or lunch rather so i'm on my way back down i'm gonna hike elk creek elk creek found the thing the map had a nice wonderful hike just listening to my podcast didn't pay attention to politics at all not at all not one. Oh. You need to do two things with a vacation, of which I failed one of them at. One, you need to relax. You cannot listen. You cannot. You know, I, I had to do a lot of asshole consulting. I don't know why. I had an almost record week. So, so many requests came in, so I couldn't truly relax. But I did what I could. Otherwise, I wouldn't pay attention to politics. I didn't write. All I did was throw up pictures over on the blog. You guys saw that. Put on the other social media. Stayed off of social media. Otherwise. Um, and then the other thing is, you have to have no guilt. No guilt you weren't getting the work done. No guilt you were – no, because you need to enjoy. You need to totally unplug. What was really great is, gosh, almost 80% of the area I had no reception, so I wasn't getting any dings or notifications on social media. I deleted Facebook from my phone. I deleted Twitter from my phone. I only kept Instagram to throw pictures up, and I, like a freaking pig, and needed cholesterol be damned. I ate like a freaking pig. I went to Sonic, had double bacon cheeseburgers for breakfast three times. Three times. One time, I went to an ice cream store, and I got a, an ice cream sundae with mint and Oreo crumblings. And that wasn't enough. Then I went right back to Sonic. I got myself a small strawberry shake that was wonderful. I ate, uh, what is it? I went to this restaurant place. It was called the Millstone. Had an omelet, meat lover's omelet. Cholesterol, eggs, bad. Sodium, bad. <laughs> and the funny—I mean, this is the funny. This is—I'm going to write a book called the Clary Desert Diet because technically South Dakota is, you know, semi-arid, semi-desert. So, in in South Dakota, not South Dakota, and in Vegas, I was also eating like a pig. Like you need, you needed a, I needed a break. There had to be a pressure valve release somewhere. I'm like, I'm going to eat everything I want. So basically, the ta- past two weeks, I've been eating like a pig. But the other thing is that I'm out west. So I'm golfing and hiking and motorcycling around. Motorcycling, by the way, you do spend a lot of calories of energy riding a bike, um, especially if you're running for 10 hours straight. So I ate whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted, didn't care. Something inevitably, what's weird is if you eat for shit, inevitably you're like, you start craving vegetables. You're like, God dang, I really want it. And I did. I had like a couple of sales. Like, I was like, I need some carrots or something, man. I need like a tomato or something so i'm at the gym because i have a membership a national chain you can go in wherever and they got a scale they got one of the real scales with the slidey things not digital so i weigh myself this is uh two days before i go back home i gained three pounds (laughs) so i i call up the gf i'm like hey babe she's like yeah i said guess how much weight i've gained I don't know, six, seven pounds, like three. She's like, you asshole. Yeah, she doesn't curse. She rarely curses. She's like, you asshole. <laughs> Shoot, that, that could be variance. That could just be a rounding error. That's the benefit, man. You go out west, you got mountains to climb. Oh, I did a lot of hiking. Dirty hair, it came out, did a lot of hiking. Every minute, go west, young man, go west. Uh, it wasn't Rollo Tomasi. It was um, Dennis Mangan. Uh, roguefitness.net. Let me, let me double check that. Let's just make sure. <coughs> roguefitness.net. Well, that's roguefitness.com. Rogue Health? Okay, if you t- type in Dennis, and that might tell you where it is. Rogue health and Uh, he was, he's a big uh, advocate of living in high altitudes because a lot of studies show that if you live in high altitudes, your health and longevity increases. And, uh, it's true because if you're out there and you're hiking around, you're running around, scrambling, scrambling, hiking, climbing, you can eat like a pig and you can, you can, well, of course the cholesterol is probably up. So I had to go back to carrots and almonds and grapefruit and all that other crap. But, um, no, it was great. I was just like, my belt should be getting tighter, and it wasn't. And then I, I step on the scale. I'm like, hey, babe, guess what? You gained three pounds. asshole. That's why everybody in Colorado is is in shape and maybe sexy. I know the women are all au naturel. If they maybe did their hair up and pulled the burrs out of their hair and shaved their hoo ha, maybe that would – they'd be pre- – could have the potential to be pretty. But obesity is not a big problem out there in uh, in Colorado. So um, I uh, was heading back. What did I have? With, yeah, I had chicken chicken Alfredo with white sauce pizza with hatred. Just oh, just horrible. horrible. Cream cheese chicken was about the only thing healthy. I even ate the bread. You know, the Italians that come out, they hey, here's some bread. Ah, oh, we're going to give you some bread anyway, and it's it's this crusty bread where it's soft on it. I ate half of that thing, put a bunch of butter up on the top of it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go and listen to some podcasts and hike the Elk Creek. Beautiful hike, nice hike. <clears throat> Wasn't able to get too far because I had to come back and do the older brother podcast. I didn't want to be too late. So I get back to the bike, and also, my phone starts to ding because I got reception again. It's my realtor. She says check out this property. I'm not going to say where the property is because they haven't I haven't uh, the GF knows I put an offer on a property. She doesn't know where it is. And she's a typical woman. They 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 think they're in control. They think they're the ones in command. And in most cases, they're right cuz you guys let them And this isn't malicious or anything or controlling. It's just the natural state of women. They think they they have a say in these things. And it's like, uh, my money, my house, my choice. Well, you didn't buy a bad place. I'm like, yes, I bought a very bad place. I said, I bought a trailer park or a trailer in a crevice of rocks. All you can see is rocks around us. You can reach out and touch the rocks. That's it. You can't see anything else. There's no sun. There's no water. There's no trees. We have a a tetanus, rusty, uh, moldy. Trailer. I put an offer. I'll buy Box Elder by that strip club. And she kind of looks at me because she knows I'm lying. Uh, but my my realtor says, Hey, check out this property. And I'm like, okay. And it's on the way back. So I go up. I'm like, holy shit. This this has potential. This has potential. So um we do the thing. And this is again a repeat of Las Vegas. I got to leave the next day. I got to leave early in the morning because when you go east, you lose an hour between mountain time and uh, central time. And the last leg, not to bore you guys with so much geography, but the last leg of the trip um, from Mankato, Atham looked this up, to the Twin Cities, you're following the Mississippi River in a valley, essentially. A wooded, forested valley. And that's not good at 6.30 or 7 p.m. Why? Uh, because the deer come out and frolic off the river and everything and tons of deer. You always see a deer carcass. So I had to make it through that gauntlet and get into the metro area where there are no deer, uh, make it up to the WBL. So I had to leave early. And so we go in we look at it. I run some numbers. We get a bunch of questions answered. The guy comes out, very nice guy, shows the property, quiz and that, that, and this. And I say, okay, make the offer. And so, um, She says, okay, we're at the office doing these things, bada boom, bada bing, getting it done, getting it done. This is why I'm more successful than the average bear. Yes, it was vacation, but I didn't say, well, let me sit and think. No, hustle, go, 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 go. Plus, I'm not spending another two fucking months looking for a goddamn house. The lost labor, the opportunity cost of that shit alone is like, yeah, fine, here, full price. Let's go. I don't want to dick with this. I don't want to dick with it anymore. Bada boom, bada bang, <clears throat> write out the thing, sign some paperwork, hop on my motorcycle. My my realtor's very nice. Did you bring a helmet? Yes, mother, I did. Okay, and then a helmet, boom, go back. Packing, watching the last uh, three episodes of Sherlock, which are horrible, by the way, horrible. I can almost bet you they were written by women. It was a great series, and then the last three just shit the bed. Roundhouse kicking chick cop show. Fifty-year-old actress, and she's and in and in the show, she's a she's a government spy agent, which is believable. You, you, not all spies are James Bond. But then she belonged to this thing called Agra or Apra or something, and here she is with this SWAT team six years earlier. I'm like, don't no, not believable. No, she gets pregnant, has a kid, gets shot. Oh my goodness. Ah, it's horrible. So. I, you know, I was packing while half watching that. Wake up, 6 a.m., walk the dog. It was a little tear jerk. I wasn't say I was crying, a little tear jerk, kind of felt bad. I'm like, see ya, buddy. I gave him a big hug. French bulldogs don't bark or whine, they just kind of snort. You know, he's very excited when he saw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll miss you too. I speak snort now. Loaded up the bike, bad. Chumma chumma go. Pull into where was it Sioux Falls tailgaters east side Sioux Falls I say this so people who live in the air are like oh yeah you know the plane I was over there phone dinging looking offer accepted holy shit really it's offering and I here's here's the problem though, because this is like you know this like good things happen, dreams come true. What did I tell you about insurance? What did I tell you about life having plenty of dicks hidden within it that are ready to fuck you in the ass? I still don't believe. You know when I'm going to believe I own the property? When I got the deed to the property. That's when I believe I have this property. But for those of you, hey, Larry, why are you moving out of the Twin Cities? Yes, I am. The ball has been set forth in motion. I will be leaving Minnesota. I, it wasn't a just BS and joke and joking circumstance. I will no longer be Mark Dayton's bitch. I will not be here when the Minnesota people who are too stupid to vote, they will vote in Keith Ellison as the uh, state attorney general or the district attorney, whatever the hell he is. And he could go after all you stupid white people because he does not like you. He does not like you. I know you Minnesotans just can't wait. You can't wait to hate yourself because you're descended from Swedes, not to bore people with the history of Minnesota. Minnesota is predominantly Scandinavian. And just like their home country ancestors or cousins across the the, uh, the pond, modern day Scandinavians are pussies. They'll let anyone in. They don't have any respect. They feel guilt. And so not only are they financially raped, they're rapity-raped. And the same thing will happen here in the Twin Cities. I'm like, bye, see ya. I have pride. I like myself. I don't hate myself because I'm white. Don't necessarily like myself either because race is not a thing. It's what you do. It's accomplishments, not traits. But Minnesotans cannot help but feel guilty. Oh, we're so white. Oh, we're so bad. Even though we've never owned slaves, and even though we were immigrating here in the 1890s and the 1910s, we just, we're just just so benefiting unfairly. Let's all just kill ourselves because we're such bad white people. <laughs> this is why when you get here, Minnesotans are such fucking pussies. Such self loathing fucking pussies. Oh, they're disgusting people. And they're so quick to help anybody but their own children. Oh, they hate their own children. They, they, will, they will give a murderers and thieves and uh, immigrants, illegal or not, they'll give them all the help in the world just so they don't, they can look how open and understanding and open minded they are. Oh, we're tolerant. We're so tolerant. Yeah, but fuck your own children, right? Why give them any kind of level playing field? Let's make hiring disadvantages for your children. I guess it's all right. They're all prissy, swipple, suburbanite white folk anyway. I just, I I have such hatred and contempt for the people in Minnesota. And they're backstabbers, too. They're backstabbers. Super passive aggressive. Just don't move. Just don't move here. Yes, it's a great place to work and that's about it. But otherwise, just so anyway, I'm escaping. I'll let you guys with your little socialist experiment go away. And I did the math. <laughs> now, presumably I will sell the house and pay off um, the, the line of credit that I'm getting to buy this property. So, But let's say I don't sell the house. Well, now I will have a month. I'll have a mortgage of sorts. The money that I save on income taxes will pay the mortgage. So it's like a free, it's like free land. <laughs> I I did this with the client too. This client, he was making, I think a quarter million in California over in uh, San Diego, no, not San Diego, uh, San Jose. And he was looking at property in um, in Vegas. I did a rough calculation at California tax rates and his income bracket over at California it more than paid for a $300,000 house. I mean, a mortgage on a $300,000 house. I'm like, dude, if you just move here, you get a free house. Okay. You get a free house. Leave California, get a free house because California ain't. Par- it's like removing a huge leech. L- remove the leech, keep more blood. But California has nice weather. Weather is amazing. Oh, my goodness. Weather, you know, it's just got really nice weather. It just has nice weather. Did I tell you it has nice weather? Oh, my God. It's, the weather is so nice. Yeah, yeah, you keep Because there's no other nice weather anywhere else in the United States. Florida doesn't have nice weather. You're right. It doesn't have state income taxes. But, yeah, its weather is really shitty, man. All that sun in the beaches. Texas down in uh, San Padre. <laughs> the weather, oh, my God. The weather's so amazing, and that's why we have asshole widener spreaders. You shove it in your ass, and then it spreads your asshole wide enough that the state of California can fuck it. Because of the weather. Oh. so let's do some um, oh let's do sponsors. we we'll get those. Oh you know what? Let's go to the chat. How do we do this? Here's the Google on the Hangout Chromes. I gotta go here. Just bear with me, guys. I'm not that good with the chats. All right. Pause that. Okay. Oh, look. We got a bunch of super chats. Um, El Orguillo de Chalasco, too. Longev Air Clary, are fewer. Yes. Yes. Thank you. I found out I'm actually more German than I am Irish. So uh, hopefully I live long despite that. Uh, so you stream during typical working hours. Yes, I stream whenever I have the time. And after, uh, Corey writes, an afternoon off, a six-pack steaks and clary lives. It doesn't get any better. It could. It could, Corey, if you had a big-titted redhead sucking your dick right now. Rahul Chatterjee said, what happened to plans for South Dakota? Well, I explained it, so we're good. We got that. Can you make a video about special education? It says, Venom0086. Yes, if you pay me. Saddle sore, no back sore. Krillin876, $5 super chat donation. Cap, why don't you recommend that guys with low sexual market value have sex with CX? (laughs) 45, that chug chardonnay. Look, guys, if you have that low of a sexual market value, you guys should probably all guess what the captain's going to recommend. It's cheaper for you to fly to Vegas and buy a hooker. You buy, you rent, you lease, uh, and I don't think it's in Vegas. You got to go outside of Clark County. Uh, I'm not sure. I think the closest is in a town called Parump. Uh, I I've been to Parump many times, but I've never seen. They don't really advertise it. I don't know. Somewhere out there are bunny ranches. I've golfed out there. I've driven through there on the way to um, motorcycle ride. Um, but that's I think the closest to Vegas. Otherwise, I did see a bunny ranch on the way out to Reno. Highway ninety five. There is one in Amarillo Valley or Amarosa Valley, something like that. But don't, don't, guys, just stop torturing yourselves, right? Stop going online if you have a low sexual market value. You know, clean up, be hygienic. Fly to Vegas, get laid, or go to Amsterdam, get laid. It's just, you know, heck. Even if if you're a decent-looking guy, the time and resources you got to spend, you know, courting, dating, wooing. Do you know how much it costs to woo a girl from from zero to to she's like finally dropping her panties? Do you know how long that takes? Three dates. I know. I know. There's pickup artists and and people better than me. Well, You see, Claire, you got to do the, the triple widget Lindy Kadoo, and you know, that was patented by Slicky Slick Dick, and he came up with it. You know, and if you just nag it now, now, okay, guys, it's about two to three dates for us mere mortals and money. And you know, I know girls will go Dutch, and some will, and God bless them. Then you got to talk to them. <laughs> And I didn't realize how painful this was until I got a little bit older. And I started listening to what they were saying instead of me trying to woo and just thinking about the sex. I was like, oh, this is typically painful. Typically painful. And then it got to be the right time. And No, 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 no. Fly to Vegas for $200 round trip. Rent a car for $100 for three days get a prostitute for 200. I guarantee you, if you prorate your labor in time, that's going to take you to date a girl to the point you will willingly drop her panties. It's going to be cheaper to do that and less of a headache, a lot less, less of a headache. I think you can fly into Reno. I was talking to a guy. I'm not going to say where it was in South Dakota. And he was from the Reno area. And before he met his wife, he was, um, uh, t- he'd go to the the brothels out in Carson City or Silver City, one of Virginia, something like that out there. And she was appalled. She's like, oh, my God. He says, woman, I don't care. I go out. I have fun. They're happy to see me. I'm happy to see them. It's done. It's over. I go away. And then he says, the next time I see them, they're happy to see me again. There's no question like, well, why are you doing this? Or what are you doing that? And nag, 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 and pack, pack, pack. So they're like dogs. They're happy when you're there. They're happy when you, they're are just happy to see you. There is there. I have no moral qualms with prostitution. Be you the John or you be the prostitute. None. Cause it's all prostitution anyway. Until women start buying guys diamond rings or, or whatever the equivalent. I don't think guys want diamond rings. You know, the guy drops, what is it? Three months salary, whatever fucking bullshit that is. And then, uh, and then the woman goes, I got I guy in this little band. It's made of made of tin. You drop what eight grand, whatever it is. They go find something for two hundred bucks on the internet. <laughs> Bullshit. Don't tell me it's not. And then your girls divorced the guy. And then I had one guy who did the calculation after she took him for practically everything. He could have gotten a thousand dollar whore once a week for three years and still would have came out ahead. Do not tell me it's not all prostitution. Oh, hang on. I better be recording. I'm on it. Good. Sometimes the microphone goes off. Uh, let's, oh, let's go. Get back to the super chats. Here we are. Uh, I'm really curious how much money you make off your online presence. Well, the total thing is only about 35000 It goes up and down. It's going to go down a little bit um, because I have um, – I got rid of those ed-to-go stuff. Uh, those classes aren't anymore, but they weren't paying all that much anyway. But without the mortgage, um, I it, it's a net wash. I mean, if anything, I save a little bit money on taxes. You don't need that much money, guys. I'm telling you, you don't. Now, pay attention to the old capmeister. Does Cappy ever pay for his own lodging? No. Do I drive trucks or cars? No, I drive a motorcycle, dirt cheap um when i fly out to vegas i'll admit for my buddy he does cover that flight so that's another thing it's it's you eat at home drink at home gave up drinking that saves a lot of money uh, it's, and then if you don't if you don't buy expensive stuff you can get by on stuff real easily pay cash for your cars no interest expense and then i i kind of envy i wish i may be curious to go out one of these days I don't know if I'd enjoy it, but I want to do a Southeast Asian tour, like for a winter. Cause man, if you, you make 30, 40 grand down there, I'd just like to meet those guys. Like, hey, what's it like? You know, like, oh yeah, it's had a client that kind of got me really interested in it. Uh, as much as Clary hates California, I did enjoy my time in San Francisco. Well, I'll give it more time. Uh, oh, I was there in November of 2016 when Trump won. The price of salt crashed the day after. <laughs> Clary, what's your thoughts on Idaho? Good place to live. Um, Sparse, very sparse. Uh, I was in Boise. Yeah, I would almost say you got to be a hermit to live in Idaho. Um, But yeah, I was northern Idaho. The panhandle is nice. Coeur d'Alene is nice, uh, but a little pricey. Oh, uh, let's go. We had another super chat. I'm going to skip over all the other questions, guys. So if, if you want your questions answered, you're going to have to pay a super chat because it highlights it. And we got, so. oh, Atham. Good old Atham. Loyal Atham. Just like Percival. Johnny Wolf. is Idaho a good place to live? Northern side, yes. Uh, I was at Boise. I wasn't terribly impressed with it. Um, it's abut the mountains, but it's kind of out in the prairie otherwise. And it was windy and cold. Uh, and then Nazam asked, ever visiting Milwaukee? Rarely. I don't really go there uh, that much. I, if I do, it's on en route to Chicago or maybe a friend gets married. But that's the sad thing. You go to Milwaukee and it doesn't matter if you're in Minneapolis or Milwaukee. I do have a lot of friends in Milwaukee. Like, hey, I've going to Milwaukee. You guys are on. Oh, no, it's past our bedtime. Oh, no, the kids are doing that. Oh no, we've given up on life and we don't want to live it anymore. We're just going to stay in and watch the last three episodes of Sherlock Holmes. All right, I'll do the sponsors. Okay, uh, if you guys want to waste your money, and of course you do, you can donate money to slash Aaron Clary. You can also go to my PayPal account, uh, which you can find, make a payment. Uh, at asshole because yeah the easiest way go olderbrother.com slash donate you can see the three ways you can give me your money two is pacing them away you don't get anything the third way you get something is called the Amazon affiliate program this is my recommended way if you want to support my show and make it so that I can continue to <clears throat> not work a real job. Uh do all your online shopping through that Amazon affiliate program. Bookmark my site you know the olderbrother.com slash donate click on the Amazon banner Takes you there. You're gonna buy this stuff anyway. Doesn't cost you anything more, but I get a six to seven percent cut. So if you get into the habit of buying everything you can online, which is about as cheap as going to Walmart, and it saves you the gas of going to Walmart, you're helping out the show, and it's not costing you a penny. If you still feel charitable, and you want to go ahead, and uh, throw me some shekels anyway, go right ahead. Uh, that's perfectly fine. Academiccomposition.com. If it's it's college is on now, guys. College is ready to go. If you are a college student and you've realized, wow, I got to write a lot of stupid papers that have nothing to do with my degree, consider hiring out uh, academic composition to write your papers for you. Go to academiccomposition.com and Alex and his crack team of writing staff will write your papers for you. He charges. This is not, don't go millennial on us. Do not be Gen Z. Do not become like the millennials and think everything is for free. Look what happens to Venezuela if you think everything's for free um it's a paid service but it'll allow you to go work up some extra money and you don't have to write your papers if you would like to make money alex is always hiring writing staff and marketers just go to academiccomposition.com, email him all the emails go to alex and say hey the captain sent me and then you can either write or market for him both jobs are incredibly boring do not say the captain didn't warn you saying hey you know writing feminist marxist drivel that you don't believe in and Basically, the only thing that really could be said about it at its core is we want others people's shit for free. And then you got to extrapolate that into an eight-page paper. Don't say I didn't want you that that would be boring. But if you want to work from home or work from the internet, you can do that. orionscoldfire.com. Uh, if you guys are really charitable, go to orionscoldfire.com now. He has a blog where he writes various posts and conservative, libertarian, free market, economic posts. Uh, political and philosophical thought. Uh, but he also has some really cool pictures. He's an adventurer like me. He's got um, <clears throat> pictures of uh, exact spots where I've stood. I'm like, I've been there. Right right where you took that picture, I've been there. And alaskachaga.us, if you guys are looking for an uh, alternative to tea, uh, alaskachaga, spelled C-H-A-G-A, you can go to alaskachaga.us, uh, it's a mushroom. And it has about half the coffee without uh, the nervous skittish drawbacks. A lot of people prefer tea over coffee if you don't want to drink coffee. But if you can't drink coffee, you want something to substitute it, may I recommend Alaska Chaga. Go to alaskachaga.us. Check that out. XYZ.net.au. That is our Australian counterpart, the Australian Red Pill flagship Red Pill site for those of you in Oz you're listening over there and you didn't know about your very own Red Pill Community site, go to XYZ or XYZ, as they call it, .net.au. We got my books, Reconnaissance Man. Everybody should be reading that book if you haven't already. Black Men's Got Out of Poverty. That would be for men who are black, are in poverty, and here's the trick. They want to get out. They don't want to bitch about it. It's not it. They actually want to get out. Recommend that to all black men who want to get out of poverty. Bachelor Pad Economics, that is the universal book for everybody who should be reading it. Worthless, if you know someone who's in college. And they're, this is about the time, this is about the time where especially the boys start to realize college is not the panacea of wonderfulness that was supposed to be. They're getting their ashes shot down. They're realizing, hey, this is just like high school. <clears throat> and the dread, the dread, the dread set in for me. I think I was... Two months in, I think I remember very clearly um, I was so pissed off when I found out that college was just like this. It was basically high school version 2.0. I had four more years of this bullshit, and I had to pay for it. I wasn't even working uh, my gig at that time. It was just getting shot down, realizing that um, the classes were bullshit, nothing was smart or intelligent. It was, and I mean, and also the girls just like getting stood up. I was just like, what? High school, I was doing real good. There might be something to say, like, if you're a senior, you do really well. Because when I was a senior in college, I did very well. Senior in high school, I did very well. But then a freshman, it's like hitting the reset button. And you're like, God damn it. Plus being hungry didn't really help my mentality back then either. Um, but maybe now people are receptive to the truth. Had one guy send me an email said that he was a worthless degree person changed his major and then tried to get as many people to read Worthless as possible. He did not have one taker because they they've believed they drank the Kool Aid. They're going to become the world's greatest non diversity reserve vice assistant deputy raising awareness, having a conversation diversity counselor deputy raising secretary assistant vice president reserve adjutant. Uh, Enjoy the decline, even though the Trump and Fuhrer is uh, in there. Don't <laughs> I got three articles right here. I don't know if I can even get through them because it's just so – I got four. Four articles. One I got to get through. I don't want to get through them all, though. It was nice being on vacation. Didn't have to care about politics and all the stupidity. Uh, But you can read Enjoy the Decline because we are in a decline. Uh, Curse of the High IQ, that's for all of you who are listening, and the reason I say that is because if you're smart enough to listen to this, you're smart enough to get that book. Uh, and also, please, if you don't want to get that book, I've been getting a bunch of emails as well at Asshole Consulting where people are asking me these questions, and I'm like, did you test your – and it's like, well, do you think I'm smart enough to be an engineer? I'm like, well, did you get your IQ tested? Well, no, I, I don't know well why don't you do that? You don't have to read the book, but please go on. Do yourself to take thirty minutes to test your IQ to figure out what you're capable of. Hell, if you want to know, email me. Hey, I got an IQ of one fifteen. What am I capable of? Well, this and that. Hey, I got an IQ of ninety. What am I capable of? and eh, the liberal arts, the Democrat Party, being a teacher, care for the children. I can't, but I'm going to change lives. Poor Richard's retirement. If you don't have any money saved up. I'm going to go with any. If you have $3 in your savings account or your retirement account, now you're going to go there. I mean, you can get the book anyway. I'm going to go with people that have nothing in their accounts. You think, oh, I don't have enough. Oh, retirement. Nope. Get poor Richard's retirement. Um, That will teach you how to retire. You know, How do you live off of 35,000? How do you retire off of a quarter million? There it is. Poor Richard's retirement. And thus, how if you need that little money, imagine how little less you gotta work. And then you could go have fun and enjoy life and spend time and hike and ride. Uh, if you've already bought these books and you're not gonna buy any more because you, you either doesn't benefit you or you don't want to, uh please write a review and give a star rating. I'm wondering that actually does help more sales. Wondering I mean, what high IQ is at for. reviews do we have 198 two more two more and it's at 200 that'll be my first 200 review book Uh, other people's books pushing rubber downhill and run guts pull cones by our good friend adam piggott over at his website, PushingRubberDownhill.com. Pushing Rubber Downhill is an absolute must. Uh, you guys all know about asshole consulting. If my books or my podcasts or my YouTube videos do not help out and you need a question answered answer to your specific situation, please consider hiring me out to get my specific take on your specific situation. The reason why is that I, I have to do some more calculations, but I'm betting on average... The thirty or forty dollars you drop is going to provide you a thousand percent rate of return, or five hundred. Not five. Yeah, let's say five hundred fifty times five twenty. 20. yeah, I'd be pretty safe to say that. Um, you guys all know if, if I didn't major in the liberal arts, had I read this book, blah blah. All of you older people that already gone down the road, you you can testify as to just how much time and money reading some of those books will help out. But also the asshole consulting. Uh, Make sure. I mean, imagine that. Hey, what if I didn't make any mistakes? (laughs) What would life be if I avoided the big major mistakes? Ah, so I I ordered fish when I wanted chicken. Ah, that's a mistake you can get over. But if you major in women's studies when you should have majored in chemical engineering, just think about how much easier your life would be. We got the League of Extraordinary Podcasters, 405media.com, financialsurvivalnetwork.com, Canto Talk with Silvio Canto, spelled C-A-N-T-O, O'Shea Jackson over on the YouTubes, economic invincibility. He's been pretty good. I've also been tuning into, um, any guys listen to, uh, coach red pill or red pill coach, um, him and his uh, buddy, the doc, I've been lobbying to get advertisements on his show. He does a nice, good show. Very intellectual. I very much enjoy it. He's not on the league of extraordinary podcasts. I did just want to mention him. I don't benefit in any way from it, but, um, if you're looking for a new podcast to tune into, I recommend that one. Jim Fear, 138.blogspot.com. Check him out. TJ Martinell, a real author, a real journalist, not me. You can find him at TJ Martinell2Ls. Uh at TJ Small scale life, our good friend. Uh I don't want to mention his name. If you want to learn about gardening and uh survival, and uh that's real relaxed. For a guy that doesn't smoke pot, he is very relaxed on that podcast. You tune in, it's kind of like listening to NPR. Just, and now we got to go and talk about this. And now we'll talk about trees. Do you like trees? I like trees. They have leaves. Uh, Entrepreneurs in Cars, Rich Cooper. Check him out over on YouTube. Mike. Okay, here's the, he gets some fucked up website. Podcast.com. I oh, know podcast. Kingswood.com slash RSS. Or you can just go noncommunistsciencefiction.com. And he bought the domain name and mirrored it to that site. So go noncommunistsciencefiction.com. science fiction.com. The link's there. Safetyphd.com with Dr. David Perodin. And I think <clears throat> that is everyone there. All right. What else? Any more? Questions, comments, no more Super Chats. Oh, we got another Super Chats. Hang on. Otho Leisure writes, what do you think about digital marketing versus web development longevity-wise? I've taken Seth, Seth's course. I'm about to work, just not sure for the long run. Um, <clears throat> I think digital marketing has a better short-term outlook, but inevitably, uh, like web development, unless you get into like the, the nuts and bolts, the depths, like the cybersecurity and all that. Um, Even I can program a website. So I think it's become commoditized a bit. It's still, look, it's better than being able to program a website, um, setting up the email, even the basic stuff that I can do. But if you could program the website, you know, CSS, uh, you know, uh, what was it? Python. Um, If you can... Not just make the website look pretty, but have integrity and security. That's where it's going to go. But still, let's just say you could put up a basic static website. That's more than any liberal arts major can do. It is. It's more than a liberal arts major could. Don't do tell me Steve Jobs was a liberal arts major. He could do it. He had other people do it. Uh, But digital marketing, I think, yeah, it'll standard economics. It'll get flooded. In the meantime, I've talked to Seth and he hasn't witnessed any kind of slowdown. And you got to keep in mind, Here's the type of person who is young, I mean, you got to admit, 17, 18 years old, maybe even in your 20s, who's going to have the wisdom and foresight and the balls to say, I'm not going to go to college. I'm not going to go the route that everyone has been hammering me with a sledgehammer to go. And instead, I'm going to go and do some kind of web development thing or take this online course. I'm going to go through Udemy. I'm going to do self-certification. Um, that's a very small percentage of the population. And so I don't see these sites getting flooded or the market getting flooded kind of like drop shipping uh, or selling stuff on eBay or house flipping. Uh, stuff like that. I think that it will still have a, a, a short-term life as well. And again, it's still better than slinging coffee. It's still better than majoring in English. And for the time and cost uh, uh, commitment to either Seth or uh, you know taking online classes, the time <clears throat> is primarily what the cost is, that pales in comparison to what you're going to get in college. And so these plan Bs are great for anyone who just college isn't for you you're not ready. I can totally see like, man, the last thing I wanted to do was go to school again after graduating from high school. The only saving grace about college was that there'd be pussy there. And then you get there and it's like, Oh, it's not as free giving as we thought it would be. Matter of fact, it's just as stingy as it was before. Clearly you didn't know how to game. You don't just yeah, shut up. Uh, but I mean, what, I mean, I think Seth had some people they bang out the course in two or three months and They're making decent money. I mean, they're not making a ton of money, but enough to live. <clears throat> you're online. I mean, that right there is the big selling point. Same thing with web development. I guess that's that's location independence. And you gotta you gotta look at that stuff. Like, look, you're self employed. Add ten thousand, heck, twenty thousand, in the fact you don't got a boss. You might have clients, but you don't got a boss. Add another twenty thousand that you don't have to commute. You just wake up. You're in your freaking boxer shorts. You can program. You can drink coffee. You can be drunk. You can do whatever the hell you want. Um, and they're just good skills to have. I would, I would like, and it's not too different than me learning how to dance. Like I learned all these different dances so I could go and teach them. And even then I had to leave the home. I had to, it's physically somewhat demanding, especially when the, the women in your class start getting fatter and fatter and fatter and surprised. They don't bring a dance partner. Well, who gets to dance with, with Gertrude, the 800 pound sow, good old Cappy does. Well, that's, that's not a fun sack of potatoes to dip. (laughs) <laughs> Break your back doing it. But, yeah, I mean, it, for the amount of effort and money you got to put into getting that stuff, I would absolutely uh, recommend taking that, especially if you don't want to go to uh, to uh, uh, college. Aaron, do you watch Davis Arena? I used to. Um, <clears throat> he's really good on philosophy, but not anymore. I don't even think he's putting up any stuff. Let's see. Listen to John Steele, but he doesn't put up stuff. Let's get again back to the hustle, guys. Get back to the hustle. So, I people say, "Hey, can you link to my blog? Can you link to my podcast?" And I go over there. There's three entries, and then I go to the podcast. There's two entries. I'm like, "Yeah, when you do it for a year straight, not missing one week or two weeks, then I'll, I'll go over there." <clears> oh, <throat> no, I guess Davis is a little bit more active than he used to be. I listen to Beckloff religiously, even though I would have to categorize him as a, a probably bigoted and racist. I do listen to Cynical Libertarian Society. Um, it's just he, I don't have to go into it. There's no reason to be racist or sexist, guys. No, reason. certainly criticize, certainly critique when people are running a foul. You say, "Hey, that's a foul, man." You know, when they're doing self-destructive behavior, you call them out on it. Nothing wrong with that. But I, I just, uh, it's just, I cringe. Listen, listen, you know, I always try to find new podcasts and I hear any of you try this. And I'm listening and listening. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, no, that's a good point, too. I had a thought about that. Oh, yeah, I really like these guys. And then the co host said, yeah, but if it wasn't for the fucking Jews, you're like, ah, shit. That's what the fuck. And that's nothing to do with what they're talking about. Wait, it's like, where did the Jews come into this? What, what do the Jews have to do with fiscal policy? What? what Oh <clears throat> all right, no more super chats. Um let's go to this article. Let me go to the articles I wanted to talk about. Put this one up on the logins. Inside higher ed. Outrage over university's nine hundred ninety nine dollar online textbook. Doc, uh, Dr. Perotin was telling me about how there's a professor down at UW Madison charging thousand dollars for his textbook. So this is the second one. This is online. Uh, when Maddie Mo, a sophomore at the University of Louisiana in Lafayette, signed up for an introductory introductory accounting introductory accounting course, she noticed something extraordinary. The online textbook for her course was listed at $999. Guys, my book Worthless is twelve ninety five, dollars maybe $18 audiobook. I, if if they are charging $999, you drop out. You drop out. I've said this before. You guys remember? I, I don't know why I got to keep you saying this, but if you like, tell me if this is a good idea. If this is a good idea, send this to somebody. Send this podcast to somebody. Link to it later on on your Facebooks or something like that. Whatever time we're on now. What, what's the time? About to drop some really good wisdom. Where are we? Uh, I don't see whatever. Whatever time this is. Do you guys remember the boycott big oil for a day bullshit? I mean, you want to see the true stupidity of the left. You, you want to see the true naivete it's they think like oh let's we'll just boycott big oil for a day da, 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 da. that won't work because everybody needs oil and they would just buy gas the next day if anything gas stations would give people a day off and hey, i'm showing up yeah just take the day off but if you did that for one semester for colleges and universities if if just half the student body of the United States or just one generation of freshmen came in. Like if the Gen Zers really want to be rebellious as rebellious as the, as the uh, millennials wish they could be. If like the senior class of 2019 says, no, nope, we're not signing up for college. We're all taking a, a, a leap year, uh, an off year, whatever. I'm going to travel. I'm going to go work. I'm shoot. you could stay at home, play videos, video games and jerk off to porn. If one generation did that for just one semester, do you know what the colleges and universities in America would have to do? They would they would have to lower tuition so quickly, and beg and plead for you to come back. They, they wouldn't be able to make it. They would have to dip into their uh, what do they call it their legacy funds or their um, their donation funds, whatever they call that, uh, like their trusts that they got. Some would be able to afford it. But if you guys just boycott a big education for one semester, that would actually do something. You know, maybe go online. Go, everyone should go online through like Western Governors University, ASU Online. Take your prereqs that way. You know, I'm not saying you don't go to college. I'm not saying you don't, but you just don't attend. Actually, they're going to charge you that much. They're going to charge you $999 for a textbook. Fuck them, especially for introductory accounting. When, when do you have the self respect? When does your logical and brain kick in and say, I'm not paying that? I'm dropping out. I'm going to protest. I'm not giving some shit professor my money, $999. My God. She took to Facebook and posted a screenshot on the UL Raging Cajuns book swap group. Can anyone explain why the Wiley Plus online code for Accounting 202 Is one thousand dollars? She asked. Uh, Mo's followers were quick to react. They took to Twitter to voice their outrage. That's not going to do it, guys. That's not tweeting and facebooking doesn't do it. Dropping out of college to go work. Look, unemployment is three point eight percent right now, guys. You could probably find a pretty good job. You could build up some cash. I know. I know. I'm talking to the lemmings. I'm talking to seventeen and eighteen year olds who. As I've known more and more 17- and 18-year-olds, as the little kids I used to once know, are now teenagers, my God, are they mopey and depressed and emo-y, and you cannot get through to them. Just cannot get through to them. <clears throat> and it's so bad. It's, well, it's not bad. It's it's to the point like, you know, I punched my fist against this wall twice, and each time it hurt, and the wall is still there, and all I got is a busted-up hand. I'm not going to bother anymore. <laughs> Fine. Go. There's the just keep going. Yeah. Run faster. I don't care. Go. I, I said my piece I'm done. But I mean, if you guys really want, I mean, you let's protest big oil types. If you want to lower tuition, why don't you all boycott? Why don't you go online? Accredited classes are there online for a lot cheaper. Uh, as a university, y'all should be absolutely ashamed. Well, they are in Louisiana. She really wrote, y'all, said one tweeter. Do you not understand that we are already drowning in debt from student loans to pay a high tuition? What? No, no, that's your own damn fault, kids. You don't have to go to this college. You don't have to go to college, period. The textbook, Financial Managerial Accounting, third edition, was custom- Customized by publisher Wiley for the Accounting two hundred one and two hundred two courses at UW Lafayette, and is a new addition to the courses this academic year. Why don't you guys, instead of protesting, um, <clears throat> I don't know whatever you protest, you know, a, a, a Confederate soldier's statue uh, on some campus or some some park? Why don't you go protest at Wiley? Why don't you block off uh, the driveway to their main headquarters? And cause them a real problem? Why do you do that? The $999 pricing was not a glitch. According to the statement from the university provost, faculty members in the accounting department wanted their students to have print textbooks so they could easily work through exercises in classes without the use of their laptops or tablets. Sure, it was. Sure. I'm sure that's exactly why they wanted to do that. I wonder who the author is. Should we look up the author? Let's look it up. Let's see what piece of shit scumbag is raping the children. Long podcast because I don't have anywhere else to go. Wiley, Wiley. Here it says ninety nine dollars. They lower the no, one hundred thirty three dollars. The ebook. Well, why is it, uh, did they did they kowtow? Did they finally say, ah, only $133 is necessary? Financial, third edition, missing 999. Legal insurrection has it. Maybe they did kowtow. And look what they knocked it down to, $133. <clears throat> Maybe that indicates you all are paying 80% more than you should be for all your education. See, the way Cappy would do higher education, I would essentially be making it free. Um, And not by having the government pay for it. It'd be a a free market, quasi-free market solution. And I'm not going to tell you how that would work because I'm going to write an essay. It won't be a book, although my essays end up becoming books anyway. But I'm going to write an essay um, on how to replace the American higher education system. Of course, it will not be read as much as 50 sh- shades of fuck but you know it, it might provide an intellectual exercise if anything it will be like hey did you know this guy came up with this idea 50 years ago that what we're doing now and we could have saved at least 25 trillion dollars if, if we had done it this way and so the way we did what until all of a sudden there was a million dollar student loan debt average and then we said hey wait a minute i can't ever pay this back my education not worth a million dollars you ship would you dumb shit i can see gen z gen z might be the generation where there's a million dollar student loan debt it could i could actually see that happening you, know, you can't put a price on education so i got to keep coughing um while the online only version of the textbook was priced at 99 in wiley market place a bundled print and online textbook was available for 253 from the college bookstore. ba 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 no one's responding this and that okay that's that's that article. um oh target my favorite company. uh target corporation is based in minnesota and i think it really epitomizes the minnesota spirit because it is backstabby and everything from the Washington post target is bleeping out book descriptions removing words like Nazi and queer because why the fuck why would we want history why would we want that okay Nora Krug I don't need to see your picture Uh, target has come under fire from publishers and authors how about just self-respecting self-thinking people for bleeping out some words including Nazis, transgender, queer, and bondage from the descriptions of a variety of books on its website. Target is the epitome of swipple. It is so milky toast. It is so pussy. It's so pansified. It's the smiley... You know what Target is? You guys remember the Harry Potter where there was the evil woman teacher, and I'm not a big Harry Potter fan, but I saw that one, and man, that woman was despicable. That actress was brilliant at getting you to hate her. That's what Target is like. Target is this fake, super happy, super presentable, just happy, 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 but deep down inside there are some evil motherfuckers are in that company. And <clears throat> it, here they're tipping their hand. They, they don't want you to think. They don't want you to like adhere to the, to, to, the, the historical fact that there was a thing called Nazis and maybe we should study them. So it doesn't happen again. Transgender. What about, what about gay or, or transgender people that might want to read books about themselves or try and help themselves. Queer, same thing. Bondage. What if people got some kink? God almighty, what the hell's wrong with bondage? Not my cup of tea, but yeah, you can see it a little. There's a web, on our website. There's a club in the Twin Cities called, um, oh, what's it called? Ground Zero. <clears throat> I think, is it still Friday or Thursdays? They have bondage a go-go night. They got a gal and she's dressed as a bondage. and She whips people and you can strip down to your boxers and pour melted wax on you and put clamps on your nipples, male or female. <laughs> truthfully, truthfully, if you come to the Twin Cities, Fuck them all of America. There's only a couple things to do. One, Sebastian chose ice cream. I've said that before. Two, uh, Lake Minnetonka. Three, if you insist on a a bar, prohibition on top of the Fochette Tower. But four, I got to start putting that. That bondage of go-go night outranks most of that shit. That's something actually worth going to just to see it. (laughs) God, it's been almost 15 years since I last went. They had good hardcore industrial techno electrical music. I don't know what it is now. Uh, among the titles whose blurbs were scrubbed by the company's automated process, automated. Ah, oh, we having the are we having the algorithms and the robots replace independent thought and people? Our trans: a quick and quirky account of gender variability by Jack Halberstam. Double cross: the true story of d days spy. How? What? Who would? It, how is that offensive? double Cross: the true story of D-Day spies. What the hell is wrong with you people? Oh, that's right, your target. You're the evil woman in, uh, uh not Back to the Future. Magic wand guy and, and the people with scarves. Uh, and no property in man, slavery and anti-slavery at the nation's founding. Don't you think that's kind of important to talk about slavery so we don't do it again? The, these spineless fucks who are so spineless and they need to bury their head, heads in the sand and they can they can't talk about bad things in the past how are we supposed to warn us it wasn't like everyone in germany was like hey i got an idea let's blame everything on the jews it happened subtly clandestinely unconsciously it's like a leech it doesn't just bite into you it salves your your skin with a with a not an anti what is it called <clears throat> it numbs you. It pain kills. You don't feel it. And then it bites into you. That's how this bad shit happens. I don't know about you target, but I'd like to avoid killing another 6 million Jews on purpose. I would like to avoid, uh, enslaving a group of people based on race. I like to avoid, uh, killing people, 50 million people through starvation. Cause this communist thing, Just oops, oops. That's basically all of communism. Oops, we didn't do it right this time. Well, let's try again. We'll get it right down next time. Oh, we only killed 25 million this time. Ah. Oh, there was only 26 million people in that pop. Oh, well, never mind. We won't tell people the truth. The word stripper was bleeped out of the description of Roxane Gay's book, Difficult Women. The matter was first reported in a Thursday article in Publishers Weekly. On Thursday, Target spokeswoman, of course, spokeswoman. Jenna Rex said the company recently learned that the words were being inadvertently removed from book descriptions on the company's site. Um, Like most online retailers, Rex said in a statement, Target doesn't want profanity and other select words to appear on our website in an effort to ensure a positive shopping experience. Honest to God. Did the pearl clutchers complain, Jenna? Did the swip of little white ladies over in fucking Winnetka and Edina and Egan and other suburbs that to have vowels in their names, did they call in and say, let me hear the word shit. I heard the word Nazi. I didn't care, what damn it, got it, damn it, damn it, Hang on, let me check out something. Damn it. Somebody's already got it. Somebody's already got it. Because after Roosh's deal, I was wondering if banbooks.com wouldn't have value. And someone's already got the domain name. But you know, if if Amazon's going to you know reject publishing, and I understand <coughs> if you're a traditional publisher, you reject it because you're putting money into it. But if Amazon's going to reject things based on politics, if Target's going to reject things, uh, it, where, where, do you, where do you get good books? Really, where do you get good books? What bland milky toast, boring bullshit, you know, good morning America, uh, all variety TV show crap books are we gonna have? I've I've said this before. Just as I don't want Rush's books banned or books on the right band, I don't want books on the left band either. Because truthfully, I look, I don't need to listen to Rush Limbaugh anymore. I know what, I know what the conservative economic free market, I know it. I'm kind of entertained and humored uh by the wee was kangs, uh 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 Black Panther type. Uh not, what are they the the black Hebrews? Who are these guys? You want something that's interesting, uh, funny, comical, but interesting. Uh black Hebrews. What is the name of it? There's an official name. Black Hebrew Israelites. There was a, an official name there, uh they claim they're uh Descendants of one of the tribes, twelve tribes of Judaism. These are not blacks who happen to join the Judaic religion. Uh, it's a specific. I mean, that's what that's all they're called, uh, African Hebrew Israelites. With the exception of a small number of individuals who formally converted Judaism, they are not recognized by Jews. Okay. Anyway, um, <clears throat> these guys are—they're crazy, but they're interesting. It's different. The communists, I couldn't disagree. I cannot disagree with, if, if you said, what is the most hated thing on the planet, Aaron? What do you hate the most? I would say communism. Because it is the most evil thing. It has the worst track record of anything bar the bubonic plague. But I still get a kick out of like, what did Marx say? God, look at this dipshit. I don't want his works banned. I would like to be able to access them. I would like to think what uh I'm trying and think of some feminists. <laughs> if for if anything, the entertainment value. Okay, what crazy shit did you broads work up in your 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 witchcraft cauldron now? What are you gonna bitch about this time? I thought you couldn't find out anything. I mean, I can't even come up with the crazy stuff. What is it this time? I like playing that game. What is it this time with feminists? What petty, insignificant, made-up problem are you gonna have? Oh, it's this. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. My god, you guys are oppressed. <laughs> and you're going to take that away? It is so anti-American. It is so anti-freedom. It is so anti-intellectual. And this is this is worse. This is way worse because of words like bondage. If we're going to be so, bo- and hey, by the way, by the way, leftists, this is your problem. This is your fault. Don't be blaming us on the right. Don't you come and say, hey, you guys are the tightwads. Oh my God. Talk about the 80s with the tele- televangelists and the religious right. Holy shit. You thought they were Nazis. They just want to get rid of abortion. You guys want to get rid of words. I mean, the true liberals out there, the true leftists, I mean, you're, you're, you are liberal or libertine in social rights. You should be appalled with this shit. But you guys are celebrating and masturbating to it. Uh, she added, was an oversight on our part, and they should be included. We're working to update our site with descriptions that are provided to Target by the book publishers. Who buys books in Target? Publishers Weekly reported that Target had reinstated some of the words on Wednesday. <laughs> how, much, how much labor and time and money of the shareholders is wasted on this? Like, we talked about how, like what, a third of Facebook's employees are content editors and censors. <clears throat> YouTube has something like that. Amazon had something that was just... Chillingly Orwellian, there was a title that, that uh Roosh cited. I, I, I was just like, why do you just just start goose stepping, guys? Just start burning the books now. The Bureau of Thought Writing. I mean, just yes, it was it was ooh scary. Uh Two days after Carl Keegan had brought the issue to the company's attention, Keegan's book, Lana and Lily Wachowski, Sensing Transgender, published by University of Illinois Press, explores the work of the Wachowski sisters, the transgender filmmakers behind such movies as The Matrix. No, they're brothers. They have the X chromosome or Y chromosome. I don't care what they did to their genitalia. they, They are boys. Another, although the matter has been resolved in Keegan's case other descriptions remain peppered with asterisks including algorithms of oppression how search engines reinforce racism there's something interesting by sophia umoja noble what's this um this book is about the power of algorithms in the age of neoliberalism and the ways those digital decisions reinforce oppressive Social relationships and enact new models of racial profiling, which I have termed technological redlining by making visible the ways that capital, race, and gender are factors in creating unequal – okay, this sounds horrible. I thought it was going to be a book against (coughs) big social media banning books or thought or ideas. Let's take a break and go into the, the social chats. You got any more chattergrams or insta chats? Is that it? That's all? There? No more? It's dead. 78 people watching, 28 likes. Guys, come on. Let's go here. Everybody like it. Log in. Do that. Yeah, there are no other super chats. All right. Where'd the other one go? This is why I took a date. This is why I didn't want to. And I haven't gotten to the worst one, the one that's going to expend most of my energy. Speaking of Nazis, Senator Dianne Feinstein refers mysterious letter about Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh to federal authorities. The top Democrat on the Senate Judiciary Committee, Diane Feinstein of California, said Thursday that she has referred a letter concerning Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh to federal authorities. I received information from an individual concerning the nomination of Brett Kavanaugh to Supreme Court, Feinstein said. That individual strongly requests the confidentiality. I don't believe it. Don't believe it. B.S. Declined to come forward or press the matter further, and I have honored that decision. I have, however, referred the matter of federal Two federal investigative authorities. Feinstein's announcement came shortly after the committee. Yeah, this is just like all those gals that all of a sudden uh, Donald Trump raped or whatever, you know, 24 hours before the vote. Late Thursday, the Washington Post citing a person familiar with the matter reported that the FBI did not plan to open an investigation. Oh, So it was all a waste of time. Actually, it wasn't because this is a smear campaign to get public opinion against because people just read headlines. The law enforcement agency included the letter as an update to Kavanaugh's background check provided to the White House, a spokesman for the bureau told CNBC. Feinstein's disclosure came during the last week's of Kavanaugh's confirmation process. Follow the report Wednesday night in the investigative. Ba-da-da. Where does it go? Here we go. The incident involved a possible. So it didn't happen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Proof for it didn't happen. Cops or it didn't happen. You're not going to find one guy unless he's a pedophile or a rapist himself who, if there's, like, a sexual assault, doesn't want to report it to the cops. This may shock all of you. Most men don't want rapists and sexual assaulters out there. Want women to be safe. But if it's possible and you theorize and you didn't, know, no, cops or it didn't happen. The incident involved possible sexual misconduct between Kavanaugh and a woman who was also in high school at the time. So now you wonder how long ago was this? Two officials familiar with the matter told the New York Times: CNBC has not independently confirmed the contents of the letter. Senator Dick Durbin told BuzzFeed News, "Oh yeah, they're reliable." Earlier in the day, that the letter had been referred to the FBI. Source: uh, The letter was reportedly written by someone affiliated with Stanford University. It was sent to Representative Anna Isho, who represents California. Forti, Esha's office declined to comment on the matter because they know it's bullshit. Our office has confidentiality, not shared the details of the letter beyond her statement. No other senators should have been permitted to see it. Uh, the woman who is subject of the letter is reportedly represented by Deborah Katz, a whistleblower attorney who has been described as Washington's top attorney for women who want to fight back in a profile of the Washingtonian Katz. did not respond to a request. How long ago was this? Here we go. In a statement, White House spokesperson Kerry Kupek said that this is how far down the article you got to get. The FBI has thoroughly and repeatedly vetted Judge Kavanaugh dating back to 1993 for some of the most highly sensitive roles. Not until the eve of his confirmation has Senator Feinstein or anyone raised the specter of new information about him, Kupek said. Senator Schumer promised to oppose Judge Kavanaugh's nomination with everything I have. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, you guys played that game. 1993. What is it? 2018? 2018. Minus 1993. The old captain was 18 years old. 25 years ago. They... I don't think people on the left who are these sheep you know we just want to help the little people we want to help the poor and the old and the infirm and okay fine your heart may be in the right place but your brain is definitely not this is your team guys you have people coming up with spurious not provable at all it's gonna be barely provable not provable at all accusations are 25 years old and let's say something happened let's say uh, Kavanaugh how old's Kavanaugh now? Is this going to be the thing where it was perfectly legal? Uh, like that one guy down south was running for Congress, and he was 31. He was dating a 16-year-old. Okay, there's some social issues you might have there, but it was perfectly legal as the age of consent was 16. It, it, this is just speculate. I mean, this is how far back they're going to go. Is 25 years ago for shit you did. I mean, Bill Cosby going back that far. All right, now there, yeah, and there's so much gray in that area. I'm I'm kind of surprised, but guys, <laughs> I I worry. You no, know, what what if you're at a party one time and you were drunk in college and you try to kiss a girl? What ha- what what happens? You're dancing on a floor with a girl drunk at a bar and you pinch your ass. What happens? And then 30 years later, you're you know, you're a senator or you're running right for some political office, a high-nominated thing, and then I remember him. And it doesn't even have to have actually happened, it just has to be well. I have a letter. Oh, yeah, you gotta show it to us? No, well, then you don't have a letter now, do you? Shut the fuck up. How old is Feinstein, anyway? How old is that woman? Diane Feinstein. Turn John McCain fucking die off already. 85 years old. Lady, give it up. She's outlived three husbands. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh, just look. Just look at her. You want to see evil? Look at her face. All she has done was been an anti-American. And at 85 years old. You're coming up with bullshit letters written from 25 years ago, if if written at all. Do you have nothing else? Don't you have grandkids? Great-grandkids? Oh, She's in office in 1992. She was mayor in 1978. Did she ever work a real job? Uh, bachelor's of arts and histories she worked for city government right out of that yeah this gal has been in san francisco our entire it's all she's done it's all she's done you deserve it lady you deserve the life you got oh another super chat in the thing let's just go through Kevin writes, "What do you think about them? Who's them? What do you mean them?" Kevin, what do you think about them? Who's them? Guys, you got look. Like half the super chance we can't ask because nobody asks like a full question. Them are they communists? I hate them. Are they da- Diane Feinstein's? I hate them. Are they Ava Mendez's? Love them to death. Love them. A drunk uh, Eva Mendes with poor decision-making ability may show up in my front doorstep at any time. Let's go to the last one. Maybe I won't get angry about this. Maybe I'll just read it. And... Oh, let's go this way. There we go. All right, here we are. This is from Time Magazine. A couple people sent this to me. Um, All the women, we're going to start. We're going to lead with stereotypes. Uh, All the women showcased in this article are fat and ugly. I don't think any of them are married. I was looking for rings beforehand as I was perusing through it. There's one man, if you could call him that, um, and it's about how teachers don't make enough money in America, Now, keep in mind, this is Time Magazine. Time Magazine is like Newsweek. It's only old people read it. Uh, it was one of the most betraying periodicals. People in the 50s bought it. Uh, it is full of communists. It, it's not journalism. It's propaganda. And you can only find it, thank God, now in dental offices who really should get rid of it. And even I knew when I was a kid, I didn't trust Time. Uh, I think they're anti-Reagan, some something about Reagan. Oh, but this is this is one of the it's kind of like the the Wolfpack, or not the Wolf Pack. There was a group of Nazis that held out somewhere in Austria long after the the Nazis surrendered. They were gonna hold out. This is like the baby boomer journalists holding out. And it has no credibility. It this is propaganda but I'm going to read through this to show you how delusional these women are about my age and I'm just going to pick it apart. And I'm going to use this as an example, why you don't become a teacher and only idiots do the title. I work three jobs and donate blood plasma to pay the bills. This is what it's like to be a teacher in America. Well, you know, I'm no super high IQ genius. Oh, wait, I am. Maybe you should change jobs that donut, you know, When the Guardian wrote uh, wrote that article about the adjunct faculty in San Jose having to sleep in their car and some of them resorting to prostitution, again, maybe I'm just crazy, but maybe you should look for a different line of work. Oil rigs are hiring again, ladies. You will make a lot more money. Oh, that requires actual work. And you like your cushy little jobs. Here's what I get a kick. Here's another thing. We haven't gotten an article. They're making so little money. They have to donate blood and plasma. Why are you chicks all fat? I I remember the day. This is how old I am. I remember the day when if you were poor, you were thin. That was still a thing. Starting in the 90s, late 90s, all of a sudden the poor people were fat. You women, especially this gal here, the middle one, is I'd say morbidly obese. The other one pushing morbidly obese. The other gal, eh, she could she could stand to lose some weight. But ain't none of you missing meals. You just there's so much telling by the, a picture does tell you a thousand words. Ugly, fat, probably no husbands. You had no desire to to you know, cut your budget. And look, if you gals just ate at home, You you cut your caloric intake by two-thirds, there's a little bit of money there. You wouldn't have to donate blood. And I don't even have to read the article. This is one of those instances where you can just read the title, look at some pictures, like, yeah, okay, what? You work hard and you slave away for a really easy job, but it's the hardest job in the world. No, because you're a low-IQ fuck who didn't want to try hard to begin with. That's why you went to education. And you're not that bright because if you were that bright, you'd leave education and you get a job that paid more. And here's a question I got. Am I going to have to read about your mortgages you couldn't afford in the first place and your car payments? When I myself have never borrowed money to pay for a car because I wasn't that stupid? Beware of fat people bitching about poverty and how tough they got it. Oh, this is a long one. That was a lot of pictures. And they're all serious looking. Who wrote this? What hypocrite wrote this? Katie Riley. Let's see what worthless background she has. Uh, Why is that? They never put their background in. They never put it in. Katie Riley. High five for social justice and changing the world. What's it like living in this industry where nobody worked a real job? Oh, I already went to time. Katie Riley. Uh, Muckrack, education, politics, Huffington Post, Reuters, Daily Mail, Business in the Entertainment Weekly, Yahoo, Globe and Mail. All right, so uh, what's uh, you know what do they call them? Tabloids. She has one fourth the followers I do on Twitter. Here we go. Her website. Here's where she tells us about how much she avoided work. Kate Riley is a reporter from Time Magazine in New York City, where she writes about politics and education for the Breaking News team. This is Breaking News. Teachers don't make a lot of money. Really? Breaking News. No shit. Wow. She has previously covered general news for Reuters, state politics, and Raleigh's News and Observer. She's a graduate of the University of Chapel Hill, majored in English and political science, learned to love journalism, managing editor at the Daily Tar Heel. If you are working, lady, you graduated and you're still working at the college paper. Uh, Writing and reporting articles. She has written, wow, this is sad. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. She has written 15 articles in the past three and a quarter years. That's her life's work. You know what they should program algorithms for in the search engines? For people who actually aren't just writing shit that people want. it. Like, hey, does this person have any substance to them? Do they have any serious background to them? I, I, I've never ran across the same journalist twice reading these bullshit one-hit pieces. They're never the same person. I'm like, oh, this person wrote it again. Oh, this is there's never like a Bob Woodward that comes up. It's some no-name 20-year-old fuck who, when you look at the background, it's all predictable. It's almost pointless to go through it anymore because you, you know what it's going to be. They got less Twitter followers than me, which is sad because I'm not a professional journalist, which is what hell? I mean, I guess that's good. Hope Brown. Well, with a name like Hope, there you go. Is your dad? Did you know your dad? Can make $60 donating plasma from her blood cells twice in one week and a little more if she sells some of her clothes at consignment. So, right, because there's so much material, you can make five shirts out of one of her panties. It's usually enough to cover an electric bill or a car payment. <laughs> car payment there? What did I say? What did I fucking say? <laughs> Oh, my sides are hurting. I'm so good. This financial juggling is now part of her daily life. Everything uh, something she never expected almost two decades ago when she earned a master's degree in secondary education, became a high school history teacher. One, why did you get a master's degree when a bachelor's would suffice? Two, what did you pay for it? I wonder if she still has student loans. That would just be the coup d'etat. Brown often works from 5 a.m. to 4 p.m. at her school in Versailles, Kentucky, then goes on to a second job manning the metal detectors and wrangling rowdy guests at Lexington's Rupp Arena to supplement her $55,000 annual salary? What? How are you not able to live on $55,000? With her husband, she also runs a historical tour company for extra money. How are you not? What? $55,000. It's a, it's a handsome salary. You're not rich, but you're not star. Oh, that's where all the food's going. <laughs> if you include her food budget, she only nets $12,000. I truly love teaching, says the 52-year-old. Fuck what you love. There's a first tip right there. Everybody loves it. I love teaching. Well, then expect the market to be flooded. I'm surprised you make $55,000 a year, says the 52-year-old. But we are not paid for the work that we do. Now, wait a minute. So she makes more than 55. This supplements her 55. She's in the 60s, 70s, thousands, I'd imagine. This proves its budget. The woman just spends way more money. This is, Heaven help she's not teaching math. Teacher, what's 10,000 minus 5,000? I don't know. That has become the rallying cry of, a, of many American public school teachers who have staged walkouts and marches on six-day capitals this year. Too bad. Teaching is not a real job. It's very easy. I've done it. Don't tell me. The only reason that you think it's hard is because none of you teachers worked a real job in the past. Go work on the oil rigs, go shovel shit, go work in landscaping, go roof, go do a real job. Don't tell me sitting there, and you you're so bad at time management and budgeting, apparently, that you can't figure out how to grade papers. From Arizona to Oklahoma, and red states, blue, red, and purple, teachers have risen up to demand increases in salaries, benefits, and funding for public education. Their outrage has struck a chord revising a national debate over the role and value of teachers in the future of public education. You teachers should be replaced by YouTube and self-certification to self-study. There is no reason to have public schools anymore. None. For many teachers, this year's uprising in decades in the making there hasn't been an uprising you haven't cited it i didn't notice a bunch of people going on strike this is standard time lying and propaganda the country's roughly 3.2 million full-time public school teachers kindergarten through high school are experiencing some of the worst wake stage nation of any profession earning less than average in inflation adjusted dollars they did in 1990 according to the department of education well too bad for you maybe you shouldn't be teachers Meanwhile, the pay gap between teachers and other comparably educated professionals is now the largest on record. Oh, well, we're going to compare them to engineering majors. In 1994, public school teachers in the U.S. earned 1.8 percent less per week than uh, comparable workers, according to the Economic Policy Institute, a left-leaning think tank. So I can throw that article out. By last year, they made 18.7 percent less. I don't believe it. If it's le- if it's left-leaning, why why even write article? Why do research? Why? It's particularly grim in states such as Oklahoma, where teachers' inflation-adjusted salaries decreased by about eight thousand in the last decade to an average of forty-five thousand in twenty sixteen, according to Department of Education data. In Arizona, teachers' average inflation annual adjusted are down five thousand. Don't care. Don't care. See, it's never the parents with children's mouths they got to feed. They got to pay the extra taxes. It's never we're never concerned about that. And I'm sorry, you girls are gluttons You're fat Don't tell me this The, the, the hypocrisy that these gals are on the front covers it, Time came out with multiple covers They say, hey, we're not making them. Here's If if you've watched it already um, Watch some of the spaghetti westerns I forgot the director Oh, who directed Good, the Bad, and the Ugly And Duck, You Sucker serial leon okay i thought he was the musician oh Annie O'Maricone was all right um the director frequently not always but frequently in the movies would highlight gluttony where the bad people would just be stuffing their faces and he'd focus in on the lips and he'd have the actors eat very uh aggressively with uh, crumbs and smattering all over their faces and it was, it was to evoke disgust on your part that these people were gluttons. This is the same thing. You're, you're supposed to tell me that you guys are all starving and, and you guys are morbidly obese. Fuck off. I wish I had the food like that when I was in college. I'm just so sick of the Oh, we're so sick. Te- teaching is easy. It's bullshit. You should be thankful you got the job. And if millions of people didn't go and major in education, then maybe your wages wouldn't be going down. I know edu- economics is not exactly the cup of tea of, of public school teachers, but, you know, have you thought about just leaving the field? Become an accountant? Oh, that takes work. Engineer? Oh, that takes work. The decline in education funding is not limited to salaries. 29 states were still spending less per student in 2015 adjusted for inflation. Well, why did you pick 2015? What did it look like if it was 2014? I, I don't trust this person who writes articles because she is biased. What what I'm really trying to point out here, I'm not only trying to make fun of teachers and point out what hypocrites they are, I'm trying to show you why time just is not, it really is not worth the paper it's printed on. It isn't. You have a biased journalist who's quoting leftist think tanks and quoting teachers who are biased right there with data that is seemingly uh, cherry-picked And I'm not kidding. Picture worth a thousand words. I'm sick and tired of fat people telling me they don't make enough money and that they're poor. (laughs) I got to find a picture of me back in college where I was 118 pounds. It wasn't pretty. Uh, Justin for inflation. Then they did before the Great Recession. Wait, still Spain, let's in 2015 adjusted for then. Okay, what about 2018 now? You know, a recession happens. Everybody's supposed to suffer, suffer except the teachers. Teachers, are just got to keep making more and more and more. Leaving public schools dilapidated, overcrowded, and relied on outdated textbook and thoroughbred supplies. Uh-huh, sure. Too many teachers, those trends are a result of decades-long and bipartisan war on public education born of frustration with teachers' union. A desire to standardize curricula and a professed commitment to fiscal austerity. Yeah. We just can't blow $100,000 per student, huh? Those damn taxpayers who actually work real jobs to pay your fucking salaries. They might want to keep some of their money. How dare they? This has led to widespread expansion of charter schools, which are publicly funded but privately operated. Thank God. And actions such as a movement of Wisconsin's legislature in 2011 to strip teachers' pensions and roll back collective bargaining rights. Good. Everybody else has got to go on a defined contribution program. Why not? Why are you guys special? This year, Colorado lawmakers voted to raise teachers' retirement age and cut benefits because your life expectancies are increased. Look, do you want a pension or not? The reality of pension finances is just lost on these people. If you currently keep up the current rate of benefits that you promised before, you're not going to have any money. Do you want a retirement package or not? But we don't understand exponential math. As states tighten the reins on teachers' benefits, many also enacted new benchmarks for student achievement with corresponding standardized tests. I know, dang, we actually want those kids to get educated. Curricular changes and evaluations of teachers' performance, the loss of control over their classrooms, combined with the direct hit to their pocketbooks, was too much for many teachers to bear. <coughs> then leave. The wave began in West Virginia, where in February and March, some 20,000 teachers walked out across the state. Hmm. Because West Virginia is just known so much for its education. <laughs> Educators there who made, on average, 47.5 or 45.7. And oh, I have dyslexia. I need a government handout. In 2016, refused to enter their classrooms until their state met their demands to fully fund insurance benefits and increase salaries. Instead, they marched to the Capitol, passed out bag lunches for low income students who normally rely on free school meals. Oh. Once again, taxpayers paying for mistakes. And watch as public support flooded their way. After nine school school days, lawmakers caved and approved a 5% wage increase. Later, the specter of a similar strike, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Faced opposition. Secretary of Education Betsy DeVos criticized striking teachers, suggesting they were failing to serve their students and urging them to keep adult disagreements out of the classroom. Oh, well, how are the Democrats supposed to get future voters? Ba, 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 We have to organize even harder and even broader, says Los Angeles teacher Ro- Rosa Yemenis. People are fired up. Yeah, Rosa hasn't missed any social studies teacher. Amazing, there's no math or chemistry teachers or calculus teachers. When Elaine Hutchinson's mother started teaching in Oklahoma in 1970, she made about $7,000 a year. In 2018, dollars, that's to roughly $45,000, nearly the same salary. Okay. Hutchison, 48, fourth-generation educator. So four generations of parasites who didn't want to work for a living, whose daughter also plans on becoming a teacher. Of course. Because it's such a shitty job you're not warning your daughter about it. I want to be paid what I'm worth. You are overpaid what you're worth. Oh, I'm not going to read through this any. This is. I'm just trying to look for anything. Nationwide. Estimated average public school teacher salary is fifty nine thousand. That's that's handsome. That's fine. Uh, public a of shift of perception of perception. Even in conservative states, many voters back tax increases to support public education. Link, please. Do 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 do. Uh, Nashanda Cook. Carol, leadership and technology, magnet middle school. Oh, my goodness. Leadership and technology. We're not going to teach you that technology, that requires math. We're going to teach you how to say you're a leader. What's her teaching thing? They want you to pay for the services they provide. you. says, Nashanda Cook, a teacher and single mother of two. Of course. Are you going to teach them to use birth control, Nishanda, or do you not understand the concept of income per capita? You're poor because people aren't giving you enough money, I'm sure. I can't tell you how many letters I got this summer said final notice. Uh, Utility companies do not care that you had a great day with one of your students. They don't care that you're coaching the soccer team. No, they got to care about keeping the grid up, and if they don't make money, then the electricity goes out for other people. They want you to pay for the services they provide for you," it says Nashonda Cook, a teacher and single mother of two. Imagine that! Other people are sacrificing their time in life, and they want you to pay for it. Wow! Uh, a cook, who makes about sixty nine thousand, often skips doctor's appointment to save the copay, and worries about paying for her eldest daughter's college education. What is it? It's not about wanting a pay raise or extra income she says it's just about wanting a livable wage. Lady 70 grand is a livable wage. I didn't even make 70 grand working in banking. Wow. You're going to pay your daughter to go to the same worthless degree in school and you make 70,000. I guys, I don't you understand? This is this is even better than I thought. They're bitching about making seventy thousand dollars a year. <laughs> uh, what would be livable? Six figures? You want six figs? Would that be enough? When when would it look? My God, guys! You want to talk about never being satisfied? Be you communists or women? I mean, what is what is enough? It'll never be enough. Oh, we got any more super chats? I, I can't, I can't even. <coughs> uh, oh, the parentheses mean the Jews. What do I think about them? Well, technically I'm still quarter Jewish. My grandma on my mother's side. I have Jewish friends. I enjoy Jews. I, uh, I uh, what's it called? Uh, tutored for a Jewish family. Uh, I work security for a bar mitzvah. That was weird. I'm like, why do you need security? Uh, I have nothing against the Jews. I can't help it that they're uh, smarter than the average bear that they happen to be in banking in Hollywood. I know I hate Hollywood. I hate leftists Jewish or not. Um, I have nothing against Dennis Prager. There's a good example of, of Jews who are good. I don't know why they vote left all the time. I don't like the Jews that started communism. Kind of a bad thing. I uh, I am pro Jew. I like Israel. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't obsess about it. I don't really get into Zionism or anything like that. Kevin has a two dollars super chat. I work for Amazon. I should buy stock half off. Should Hound Dog five dollars super chat? Should I join up with the IBEW? After Who is that? Is that the electrical workers. Electrical workers. Um, <clears throat> you want to be unemployed for a good percentage of the year. Then join. Okay. Other people are already. I don't know much about the union. I do know if you're on the East coast, like if you're in New York or uh, Philadelphia or Boston, you almost can't get a job unless you belong to the union. Um, it doesn't hurt to join the union. Uh, I mean, if you get their classes and all that, I mean, it really depends on what they're offering. What I would recommend is uh, getting a degree regardless or some kind of certification that you could carry on outside of the union. And then if you want to work electrical work, go to where the work is. That's one thing I never understood about the trades. It, there's always a baseline level of demand for trade somewhere, but you got to go to where the economy is booming. If you really want to make the money, I have a, a buddy whose son went out to Denver because of the housing boom there the oil boom. We all knew about people. You got You got to go. And then I had about a, Half a dozen of guys like, I live in New York. It was New York and I, I might want to do this, but I got to live at home and da, da, da. I'm like, okay, yeah, I, okay. Fine if they're going to pay for your apprenticeship. But man, get the fuck out of New York. What? Why are you in, what is New York's gross municipal product? Oh, you know, it might be booming inadvertently because of uh, the stock market boom. Wall Street throws off the figure. You know, let's do Philadelphia. Philadelphia gross municipal product. Okay. Gross metropolitan product. I oh, don't know. That's just the general Wikipedia entry. Uh, GDP per capita. No, I want gross – total gross domestic product for Philadelphia Camden. Let's take a look here. Is this real or is this nominal? Uh, no, that's nominal. All right what has it been there's the slowdown it's limping along I was limping along I was limping along a new light bay on a moonlight bay Four hundred thousand, four hundred seventeen divided by four four percent seven, seven, yeah three four it looks like it's growing but that's nominal they take away inflation what one percent that's slow erotic yeah I, I would be getting out of the um of the East Coast in general. I mean, get your education there if the, the union is going to pay for it. But um, yeah, the the unions, there's always this Chicago, the corruption. I do uh, no, Go to night school. Uh, Celine Frodima says hi. Hello, Celine. Is that a guy or a girl? I can't tell. Keep on talking. If you know they will keep you working and not sitting around waiting, then do it. Just don't think that joining union makes you a god. Well, believe me, I'm leaving after the apprenticeship. I would get the apprenticeship, then work for yourself. Okay. Good. Thanks for answering that one, guys. Aliyah from Kuwait. Hello, Aaliyah. Oh, we're all the way across, quite literally across the planet. Hearing you rip on teachers is one of my favorite things because we all had to suffer under those assholes. All those weird girls like, I like school. Fuck you. You're fucking sheep. You fucking don't think. You're not independent minded. Those teachers are assholes. No no real person likes school. If you didn't hate your teachers, there was something wrong with you. Uh, Oh, I was sailing along am I a Jew Zionist sympathizer. I don't even know what Zionist means. As much as you like free time for travel, I'm surprised you don't try to convince your clients to become teachers, especially in fun subjects like P. You know, if I would, uh, Curtis, you bring up a good point. If you can let go and not care that the kids aren't going to get educated and really let the school and state administration roll off your back. You could be a teacher. Um, you know, just teach Marxist bullshit, uh, pass everyone easy, make the class fun. And what I would recommend is you either teach first or second grade or junior and seniors in like a math or a hard, you know, chemistry calculus, cause then you get your serious students aren't going to fuck around. And then, uh, uh, kindergarten, first grade, they're, they're young and innocent and they'll listen to you. And well, especially men are so rare that when I did substitute teach, the kids actually liked me a lot and you can lie to them and play games and play jokes on them. They're, they're, they're absolutely adorable. And then you can easily sneak it. Cause you're not really teaching them. Oh, yeah. We get your ABCs here, Dick Jane spot. Okay. But, um, you know, just, they're already, you know, I remember when I was substitute teaching one time, <clears throat> it was, uh, going to snow. I remember being six years old, and when it snowed for this, the first snow, big snow's coming and, and then it started in the morning, and the kids just got their faces glued. They're not paying attention to a thing I'm saying. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go outside, and we'll have snowball fights with the kids. And um, sure enough, some old fucking hag of an evil principal came on. It's snowing too much, so recess will be indoors. And you see these kids, like, their hearts just got crushed. I'm like, what? 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 Scrooge? What, who is this? This dried up pussy of a cunt? You're not gonna let these kids go frolic in the fresh snow? There was also the hope that they would cancel school the next day because the snow was coming in. They're gonna bring in, you know, potentially bring in the buses early. da da. da. And I said, fuck that bullshit. And I took the kids out anyway, which was problematic because I don't know you know this about five and six years old. They don't exactly know how to dress themselves. And they put on snowmobile suits and gloves are good. They put hats on their hands, gloves on their head, thumbs are wrong, boots are wrong. It's all wrong. And, and it, there's a lot of zipping and, and putting things on back. It was very difficult. I inevitably herded them outside and we got into a snowball fight. You can use six year olds as great shields, you can just pick them up and run with them. Um, and, and it just, it just shows you, you know, this is an elementary school. It just shows that none of these teachers have souls. None of them, none of them remember what it was like to be a kid. None of them have, have the sympathy or, or, or empathy, whatever. They don't, they don't think about the kids. So if you can teach first and second grade, I'm not saying you friend, the kids, you got to discipline them, but they'll listen. They're still eager. They still have that little bit of hope. By second grade, third grade, certainly it's over. Middle school, they're hitting hormones and they're just they're mouthing off. You don't have anything to do with that middle area. But you got to admit, you're not going to change lives. You're not going to help them out. You got to use it for the three months off. You make your grading very easy. That's how I taught in college. It's just a joke how people complain. No, I don't have time to grade papers. Well, the problem is you don't have like a, I mean, some simple shit. Like I remember teachers would, instead of like doing a bubble sheet, and then you have like a hole punched with the, a- the answers correctly. You just put it over and you put a red dot where there isn't a, a mark. <coughs> um, and then you grade it, you know, and then you, you don't have 17 questions. You have 10 or 20 or hundred, you know, so you could do the math real quick and do the percentage. It's simple shit like that. Teachers don't know that they don't, they don't really know. But the, the worst thing about teaching, this comes from teachers who are good and they are friends of mine, all three of them. Um, it's administration. You get some piece of shit Academian who's never been in a classroom In his or her life They have their doctorate in education And they start barking orders and hand his shit down Like new math bullshit uh, that's, that's the crap you gotta deal with And then you, you're not effectively allowed to teach But if they come in and say We want you to start sticking Toothpicks in the kids arms Okay and you can do that And stick toothpicks in the kids arms Fine you can be a teacher But you're not gonna be helping them You're not gonna be helping them uh, please read my super chat, Aaron. Hound dog, where is it? Yeah, we got that. Sorry, guys, the super chats are coming a little bit faster than when I'm reading. It does help to have somebody read these for you. Uh, you didn't answer my question about the stock. What stock, Amazon? What was the question? I work for Amazon, should I buy stock half off? Well, can you get it at half off? Hell yeah, if you get it at half off, it'd sell it, make some money. Uh, I don't know if your employee stock ownership plan or share or share uh, stock sharing plan allows for that. Sometimes they require you gotta hold it for a while, but yeah, if you can get stock at half price, hell yeah, do it. How do you make a super chat? Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I got me. I I think you got to log into YouTube, and then there's a little dollar sign here beneath this the chat room. I just assume you click on that, and then you must have some. There has to be some kind of uh, payment uh, setup allowed for it. So either it's already registered with your YouTube chat, or maybe you plug. Do you, do you guys are you guys paying with a credit card? Like, does it prompt you to do a credit card? Where you plug it in, or do you have to have PayPal or something? I'm not as knowledgeable as as the Beckloff on these things. Anti Gravity Seventy Four says, "Read your book, black men's Guy. I want to say thank you so much. It was great, and I recommend it to my friends. Thank you, thank you very much. We'll save people one shot at a time." A Coco writes, "My friend majored in communication and is complaining he's going to give up freedom and fun for making forty thousand a year. Your thoughts? Well, for for what teaching?" <laughs> What was he gonna? What did he think he was gonna do with a communications degree? What is communications? We're doing that now, aren't we? And none of us have a degree in communication. How are we? How are we communicating? How are you guys listening to me and understanding the words that are coming out of my mouth without a communications degree? Uh, what am I always? at was hundred percent conservative. Party clear. I gotta disagree with Prager being good. Generally, he still thinks the Republican Party is good. It's a ship party that needs reform. Yeah, but it's the only rep- party we got. What do you? I mean, the, the Democrat. Uh, sorry, the this is to Mister Conservative. The Libertarian Party is a bunch of dopehead pot smoking morons who believe in a thing like libertarian socialism and open borders. And Prager, Prager's old. That's another thing you gotta consider about Prager. Prager's like he's old. He's like in his seventies almost. And he still believes like this nuclear family shit. And he wrote, wrote a book, America is Still the World's Greatest Hope, which, which is fine and idealistic and hopeful. But he was the guy, I think he's thrice divorced. He was talking about how men need to get married. <laughs> it's like, what? what? Like a guy who's got a bunch of venereal diseases and he writes a book on why you should have unprotected sex. It's kind of like, yeah, you know what that is. Ah. ah. Corey writes, my cousin is a high school science teacher and I'm a high school dropout and make $7,000 a year more than he does with no skill or trade. Bravo, Corey. Bravo. You epitomize why everyone shouldn't even be bothering going to college. Just go work and everyone should go on strike from college for a semester. Uh, I'm out of boring. I'm a Google scholar. Cappy Speaks. Clary, did you endure leftists in college? Not Really? Um, the the '90s, at least thankfully, it was nowhere near as bad. As it is in in college now. They were starting to hint at like diversity and, and environmentalism, but if you were in the school of business, it was business. If you were in the school of engineering, it was engineering. We were not forced to take classes on diversity and bullshit. Um, what is it, Professor Nolte, who presumably was Nick Nolte's dad, uh taught at the university of minnesota he's got to be dead by now because he was old back then um and he would throw in the occasional leftist thing and i'd go up to him and i'd say did you major in political science was like no no i didn't i'm like i said gotcha and he didn't like that He got pissed <laughs> um but he was a theater teacher uh but no it, it really was i mean yeah and then there'd be you know flyers up and then you know the women's studies department sure but I don't even think there was, like, protest much going on at the U of M. And maybe, you know, the U of M is not Madison. Madison, that's where all the, the protesting and stuff was happening. But, yeah, in the 90s, you could still go to college. It wasn't horribly expensive. It was expensive, you know, certainly horribly expensive for an 18-year-old making, you know, $6 an hour. Um, but they, that's one thing is the, the politics were relatively removed uh, I guess you aren't doing a live stream with Sticks and Hammer 6. And- yeah, I never got back to me. <clears throat> that's that's the problem. I mean, all of us would probably like to do, uh, you know, and you mentioned Economic Invincibility and Molyneux. You know, I'm sure we all would like to, but we only have so much time during the day. And it just, you know, I mean, if you want to have a social life and do fun stuff, it, it does, rarely happens. It, it just, I wish I had 36 hours a day. Um, I'd rather trust you, Sticks, economic villain, invincibility. He's a good guy, too, uh, Molyneux, et cetera, than the mainstream media media and the old farts who are disconnected from reality. They're evil as far as I'm concerned. They are evil. They are evil. Anti-Gravity 74 writes, Aaron, I'm trying to get my master's, and PhD in economics. No. My major was economics. What do you think about that? I got a job offer in a foreign country's central bank contingent. I have a master's. I mean, yeah, if you got the job offer, go ahead. I mean, you're there. Plus, with a masters, you can teach. Um, you know, so that's like your plan B or what you can do at night. You know, it's it's another stream of of income. Uh I won't give up on getting sticks to live stream with you. I can't wait for him to see what he thinks of the cleary test. We'll send it to him. I I kind of listen to sticks a, a little bit, you know, because if I was going to be on the show, well, you don't want to just go, oh, who the fuck are you? And so I listened to him. He just does current topics, which I understand. But, I, again, I try and stay out of politics because it's it's boring and repetitive. All right, let's go through the rest of the sponsors here. Um, if you guys did not know and you do like the blog, remember I have the best of my blog in two books. Uh, they're called Captain Capitalism, Top Shelf and Captain Capitalism Reserved. You can find that on Amazon.com. I got to come up with a third one uh, to back up all my work in case the Googles decides my speech is, is, uh, too truthful. Um, so I, I don't promote those as much or, or as well as the, um, what was it? Um, captain's quarterly, which is a in color. That's why it's pricey. Um, print off with pinups in it, uh, of a model who's kind enough to send in some lingerie picks and some, um, Classy 1950s housewife type of pics. Very, very sexy, but appropriately so, not pornographic. Uh, you can find that at amazon.com. That's called Captain's Quarter. I was going to do a quarterly <coughs> uh, magazine, essentially, where I would back it up every quarter because I had enough material every quarter to do that, but it ended up, I can't find enough models. The prettier the girl, the less reliable they are, and you just cannot find. Good-looking girls to show up on time because they don't have to because daddy and hubby and boyfriends will bail me out. I just exist on my looks. If you're looking to buy gold, go to mngoldbuyer.com. Call my buddy Mike at 763-657-7843. That is 763-657-7843. Well, I know I sent you, you can buy a silver and gold there. That's where I go and buy all my precious metals from in case you wanted it. Oh, family. Um, From Peter. Hey, I just want to send you a quick message and let you know I'm really enjoying the new older brother podcast. It's probably my favorite podcast right now. I think I read this on the older brother podcast. I listened to a ton of podcasts. You've got a great group of guests, great topics and great discussions. Every episode is very entertaining. The podcast downloads just in time for a leg day. Yeah, I did read this one at the gym. It makes that considerably more bearable every week. Keep up the good work. That's from Pete. All right, I'm sorry. I read that one before. You can download all the Older Brother podcasts by going to the Older Brother YouTube channel. Just search Older Brother. Or you can go to olderbrother.com, click on podcast, and there's an MP3 archive there. You just. I get pissed off. Uh, there was a uh, – oh, what the hell was it? Uh History Extra podcast. I think it's put out by the BBC, and I really like listening to it. And they used to have an RSS feed. You could go directly. There's the MP3. You right-click, save. Boom, you're done. Not anymore. Now you got to register and all that other shit. So I put an MP3 archive just like Tom Likas did. Boom, 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 right there. And you can do that. Uh, If I had not found your channel while collecting as much information as possible on the Internet about the program I wanted to enroll in, Even though my gut feeling told me not to embark on a shitty-ass finance accounting program at a low-level shitty college, I would have enrolled anyway and condemned myself to crippling student debts just because I logically thought that all those stupid graphs and bullshit classes are necessary to become good at accounting. Good. Glad we made you dodge that. I don't know if there was anything worse than general management classes, organizational psychology Leadership classes where all the, you just open up a business management book and all these worthless flowcharts and diagrams, completely worthless. And then I accidentally clicked on your video in which you made fun of those stupid economics books written by professors. And then I contacted you that very moment. Oh, that very moment, say four years of precious life. Thanks to your advice, I'm on the right path at 29. I have a very good career prospect just because I realized that there is no other way around If you want to succeed, you must do something that other people willingly pay for. So I lowered my standards. Now I work and major in nursing. Outstanding. Glad we made you avoid a business degree. Long as you go nurse practitioner. I'd even say that's better than a CPA. Ah. Ah. All right. See if there's any other questions. If you want anything now, super chat it in now, guys, because otherwise I'm going to wrap it up. Not that we wouldn't have a uh, Clary podcast in the future. Where'd it go? Here it is. Do 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 d d ba Did I get them all? Oh, Kevin. Oh. That's the I already answered that question. Holy shit, Hound Dog, ten dollars. Thank you. My father is really big with the union electricians at ORNL. Says they're ready for me and glad I'm thinking about doing the trade. Good. Well, thanks, Hound Dog, for the twenty dollars or the ten dollars uh, super chat. That is awesome. I wonder if there's a way to make a notification. Everybody. Oh no, that's Streamlabs. It gives you a ding when there's a notification. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> They're snakes. They're fucking snakes. All right. That's it, guys. Thanks for everybody for tuning in. Thanks for all the super chats and all that. Uh, if you like the show, share, comment, like, subscribe. Put Please like down below. Yes, bro, please like it. that helps out. I know it's a pain in the ass, but that's the thing. Uh, and that's it. So we will see all you guys later. Toodles.